Hey, what's up, everybody? This is uh, Gary with the Get Some Podcast. My guest this week, most people know him as Jordan Rock's brother. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize till you came in this morning. I said, "How?" Because I'll be in cities randomly, and another Rock yeah. brother will come up and be like, "Yeah, I'm Jordan. I'm so and so." I'm like, "This? How many of them are you?" What I mean, you obviously know? we know Chris and you, right? How many? You said there's eight? Eight boys, two girls. But you know what the crazy thing is? Ten kids? By virtue of us, me, Chris, and Jordan being comics, all the other brothers think they they get to com- go to comedy shows for free. Oh, as they should. They just walk in any, but any venue, any comic, they just walk, yeah. like you playing <laughs> Demopolis, Alabama, they just yeah. walk in like, yo, I'm... I'm Chris's brother. I'm, what's, uh, I need two. What's, what's does, I mean, it does hold some weight. Like, I mean, it holds some weight. It holds weight when it's our show. So let me, yeah, let me ask you, what is, uh, what's everybody's, what, what is everybody doing? What's their professions? Uh, Not everybody's clearly a comedian or in their team Everybody could be a comedian. Everybody's super funny. My sisters are super funny. Well, DNA ain't nothing to mess with. Yeah. Man. My brother Shabazz, his name is Charles. He changed his name to Shabazz. Uh, he's a Muslim. He passed away uh, a few years back. Uh, Chris, you know what Chris does. Andre owns his own trucking company in uh, Pennsylvania. Then there's myself, my brother Brian. Brian is a, a preacher. Then there is uh, Derek. Derek is in Bahrain working on a military base. Jesus. Then there is uh, Kenny. Kenny is a Kenny's the one that just floats around. I don't know what Kenny. Yeah, I'm sure I've met Kenny. Kenny like... does whatever he's doing that week. <laughs> <laughs> then there's Jordan. Who, who did I miss? I think that's everybody. Your sisters. What are your sisters? My sister. Doing? One of my sisters is an, is an accountant. She lives here. She's an accountant on the Fox lot. And my uh, younger sister, she works with uh, mentally disabled children. Jeez, you guys are all over the place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't it amazing how you could come out of like kids can come out of the same mom and dad, completely different. Like you have a fry cook or an astronaut. You know, I say, that, I say that all the time. Is sometimes all you have in common with a person is that you have the same mother and father. Facts. In fact, there's a bolo out on my brother right now. Be on the lookout for Really? <laughs> He's on the run. Really? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So you it's got like a, this. You got a criminal in the family? Yeah. Too? Oh, we got a bunch. Okay. I, we had one. We had one. <laughs> and, and it's funny because when you're, when you're somewhat of a, you know, when you've got some status celebrity, so my, my, my brother is, is the lowest level of thievery on the planet. <laughs> Him and another guy are going around Cincinnati stealing catalytic converters. Off cars because you can get seventy five dollars at the at the uh, junkyard. What for is them. a catalytic converter? It's something on a car, I guess. And you can you can what easily, you can do easily accessible. Yeah, so you much. can get it, and then you don't have to like you can do you can go to a parking lot, and if you're if you're good, right, you can be out of there in five minutes. You can get oh, like, so you go to a parking lot and get a hundred of them. It, so I'm saying if nobody's paying attention, but they got him on the ring cam. He broke into this girl's house and they got him on ring cam and it was on the local news. Anybody seen this guy? <laughs> so then people were hitting me up like, isn't this your brother? And I go, yeah. <laughs> Wait, you guys look alike like, like rock Not brothers? really. Because all rock brothers look alike. So if my brother commits no, a crime, it's, I'm, it's, go, I'm get, bringing... Yeah, but you're full. I'm going in for questioning. Yeah, all mine are half. Okay, okay, okay. You know, my dad, on my dad's side, are, we're all tall. He's not tall like me. Right. So and he kind of looks like me a little bit, but not, not that much. But everybody knows in my small town where I grew up, they know who we don't have the same last name, but the they know who he is. Catalytic culprit. Oh my god! And they got him on the ring cam, and it's funny. It's like three forty-five in the morning, and I will say he was wearing a mask. So, <laughs> and they got they go into these garages, and then you know the cars parked on the streets, and just getting underneath there, getting it, and wow. rolling. I'm like this. It's the lowest level. Seventy-five dollars. Seventy-five at the junkyard, and he's doing it with another guy. So you're looking Damn. at thirty-seven fifty. <laughs> <laughs> 
Pretty Damn Cynthia Pop. He's killing it right now. <laughs> and my mom's like clearly covering. Yeah. I know. As a mom does, moms don't want to give their kids up. Yeah. I'm like this. All right, mom. Okay. You know where yeah, this is going. Mom's always, mom's ride out. He just got out. He mom's just got ride out. out. Dad's like, hey, I'm bringing you in. I think dad's like, yeah, dad might be giving him the jack. Because <laughs> we got different dads. Before we even came on the air, I told you yeah, I wanted to yeah. confront you about something. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't want to blindside you with it. But you're okay. You're back on the road this week, right? Yeah, I'm in uh, Indianapolis at Helium Comedy Club Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I've never done that club. Have you? Yeah, I've done it several times. Helium in Indy? Yeah. Is it nice? I've never. It's very nice. It's, it's one of the nice. few I haven't done. And it's right downtown, like literally heart of downtown. So oh. everything you need is right there. If you like, back when you could party, club right there, restaurants right here, the hotels right here. So it's quick. Dope about Indy is. They got those indoor walkways. So right. even when it's cold, right. you can like go anywhere downtown and yeah. not have to go outside. That's why the yeah. Super Bowl, they killed it. Did you, ever, did you go to the Super Bowl that year? I haven't gone to the Super Bowl in very many years. Well, it's crazy. You're a Steelers fan. You don't go. <laughs> I, I might go. go this year. I don't go because I have I, a reason. I might go this year. <laughs> we'll, we'll get into Steel talk in a minute. <laughs> so the last time I saw you was January. Right. Well, I saw you in February, but we was on that tour, the, the, the Mike Epps right. run we was doing. Right. And January, we're at the James L. Knight Center, and I freaking walk into my dressing room, and somebody just start. Somebody opened all the liquor, all the mixes, and hold on, I don't have Oreo cookies in my writer, right. but for some reason there's Oreo cookies in my dressing room, and that shit was open. I go, and I'm looking around like, what the fuck? So you know, I'm just with Brad normally, my right. yeah, yeah, yeah. And Brad's with me. I go, did you come over here earlier, Brad? He goes, nah, I came over to make sure your green room was straight. And I was like, well, what the fuck is this? So the only people there when I got there was you and Michael Blackson. Right. So Blackson's across the hall. I go to Blackson. It's just normal two dudes. I'm like, all right. I look in your dress room. You're having a fucking rap concert. You guys are freestyling <laughs> or something. <laughs> I poked my head in, and it's fucking 3 a.m. at live in Tony's dress room. <laughs> It's like, where are all these dudes coming? And there's like music on you guys. Are you up? You like go, all right, I go, I'm just doing the math. I got a feeling it's somebody in this room right now. Because you didn't have your normal, usually you right, had your right, guys right, you roll with. Right. You had a lot of extra guys that yes. night. So I told Brad, I go, Brad, uh, I don't really care who did it. I go, but I need everything replaced. Because I don't right. know if somebody puts them in my shit. Right, right. Brad disappears for 15 minutes and come back going, I don't think it's happening, man. I go, what? <laughs> so I, I go left quick. I go, uh. so I go find the promoter. I said, I need all my shit replaced. I go, what, what the fuck? Somebody went in my shit. Right. So now I'm going, Brad, go find out who went in my shit, Brad. And then I, I go, I got a feeling somebody in Tony's dressing room. I go, because there's only so many people here. And they had a security guard in our dressing room. And Epps people weren't there yet. Right. So I'm doing the process of elimination. And Samora only travels with her husband. Wait, right, right. So I'm like this. The one Samora, she's on another wing. So I'm literally. And her shit is a restaurant. So huh? she wouldn't, her, her, her uh, rider is like a restaurant. Oh, yeah, so yeah, you yeah. Meet, you're she good. Going, yeah. So when you went on stage, your whole freestyle Boogie Down Bronx crew, <laughs> now they're on the side stage watching you go up. And I'm going, everybody going, what's in your cup? What's in your cup? Because I, I got Belvedere. Club soda, Red Bull, and like cranberry juice. I, that's the only mixes I got. Right. So I'm going, what's in your cup? What's in your cup? I'm looking, right? One dude, he, he should never commit a crime or be on the first 48. He wasn't your normal crew. He's like, huh? I go, where'd you get that? Where'd you get that drink? 
Because now I'd already looked at your dress room. Right. I go, you ain't got that. Right, 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 right. So, right, so right. I'm like, Tony ain't got Belvedere and shit. So I'm looking, I'm like, okay, who's got vodka? So this guy, <laughs> full glass, right? And I go, I go, where'd you get that? What? I go, where'd you get that, man? He was sorry, he came up with some excuse. I was like this, okay. I walked away, I go, I know who did it. And then I'm telling Brad, and then Brad's like, and then I told the promoter, you want me to kick him out? I go, no, 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 no. I just don't think he knows any better. It's fine. I go, but I know who did it. Right. And then I get off stage. I go up. I get off stage. The dude that I confronted comes up with his phone. He goes, hey, man, I appreciate the way you came at me. <laughs> he goes, but I ain't on that sucker shit. And he showed me a phone of some video of him when he got here and shit. I go, what does that have to do with anything? But here's the thing. Security... Why would they see it? Because the hallway's this way, but all three of our dresser rooms was down that little side right, hallway. Right. It was Blackson, me, and you. Mm -hmm. So they could have easily went in and security didn't see it. So I was like this. So I'm just letting you know, you got a rude motherfucker in but your you crew. But you know what? Now, <laughs> <laughs> my rebuttal, that weekend was what? MLK weekend in, in Miami, yep. right? That was yep. a holiday weekend. So what? Right? I do no, I'm just, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. So that's why the Black entourage man gets to got take. exponentially bigger that weekend. Because it was like, okay... I land and I put a video like, yo, I'm in Miami for the weekend. We had James all night. Somebody might hit me like, yo, son, I'm in town. All right, yeah. pull up. Yo, where you at? I'm at the hotel. Come through. So it gets bigger and bigger. That's when the stragglers start coming, the guys I don't really know. Yeah. And they start coming around and start, you know, taking liberties. So I don't even know which dude you're talking about, but it wasn't my regular guys. I know. I know what your regular they guys. Know, they know the rules. Yeah. And second part of this, you know, I used to not even have a writer until one city... I forgot what city it was. I went in your dressing room by mistake. When I first got on the tour with Mike, mm -hmm. and it was it's you, it's Mike, it's uh, Quake. I'm like, shit, I'm just happy to be here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That they even offered me some dates. So they were sending, you know, what do you want for your rider? I'm like, I'm, I'm not tripping. I just, I'm just, I'm good. I'm just happy to be on the show. Mm -hmm. And then I would get like a bag of potato chips, like a literal <laughs> bag that you buy in a bodega <laughs> and a bottle of water. I'm like, damn, that's... And then one time I got to the city, this wasn't that particular time, but one time I got to the city and before they put the names on the door, I got there that early. It was usually when we do like a, a college, like mm -hmm. auditorium. Yeah. I know that there's a basketball court there somewhere. So yeah. I go early, shoot around for a little bit before the show starts. So I, get, I think it was like Louisville. Yeah, I remember, I was going to say, I remember you showing a video of Louisville. Like you yeah. were so geeked to be on the practice be on the court. court. Yeah, yeah. So I go early just to shoot around. I go in the room before they put the signs on the door. And I see bottles of liquor and soda and water and chips. And I'm like, yo, who? damn, whose room is this? And they're like, oh, you, that's Gary's. Yours is over here. So I walk over to the other room, and it's nothing. It's like a <laughs> bottle of water, maybe a Mountain Dew, some Skittles. I'm like, okay, next city, I want a rider. And yeah. that's when I started getting a rider, because I saw what the fuck you were getting. Yeah. I was like, okay, I got to start living like I'm on this show for real. But you know what's funny? Like, I'm not a huge drinker like that, especially before I go up. I can't drink right, before I go on stage. Right. You, do you drink no, before I don't, you go no, on stage? No, no, no. I can't either. Some people get like, nah, they're fucking liquored up when they hit the other. Like, How do you do that? Because it's a crutch. I, I've always, when I started doing stand up, I would see comics who that like shots before they go on, have a bad set, more shots. Yeah. Have a bad set, more shots. And now you're just on stage fucked up. You're not even a comic now. You're just like a venting alcohol. Yeah. I always want to be on top of my shit though, in right. case you get a heckler right. or something. Right, right, right. I want to be on top right. of my shit. I want shit. all my synapses to be yeah. firing, you know? Brad, uh, my roadmaker, I, <laughs> I went to his house in Atlanta. He had. I think he'd taken every bottle we've ever had on the road <laughs> that we didn't open. I was like, dude, your liquor cabinet is fucking amazing. <laughs> I was like, you're welcome. <laughs> he, I forgot, like, at some some days, I had these exclusive Belvedere bottles. Like, I hadn't seen right. them before. I go, what? 
I said, I looked at Brad, and then it hit me. I go, oh, you're taking the bottles. Hey, man. Hey. Unless you're in Miami and one of Tony's stragglers <laughs> drinks half of it. <laughs> I can't remember when we met, dude. I can't even remember. I'm sure it was like on a, on a, one of the black nights in L.A. It was was it L.A.? Was it, was it New York? I can't even remember. Because, you know, I, I only asked that because before I started doing stand-up, like before I was professionally a comic, I would go to comedy shows. So I remember I met some more at the Beacon Theater years before I even started doing stand-up. How many years have you been doing stand-up now? I started in 98, professionally. So we, so we started around the same time. But I had, I had gone on stage before that. Every, I think every comic has the same similar story. You go on stage maybe a year or two before that, bomb horribly, yeah. and then you're kind of scared to get back up there. Yeah. So I went on stage maybe 95 that summer. Oh, wow. Bombed. Because I thought, I'm funny with my friends. I could be funny on stage. Mm-hmm. Then you start learning how to do it. Like, you, you got to get on stage to learn how to... I think you got to be on stage to learn how to do stand-up. You got to learn stand-up from here looking this way. You can't learn it from in the room looking at the stage. I agree. That's why I always said uh, I, don't, I never understood stand-up classes. That's just a guy trying to get some money. That's all it is. Yeah. That's I'm a guy like, that's like I found a niche that I could, people think I can teach them to do this. So, nah. The only way you can do stand-up is to do it. Yeah. It's, like, it's it. like learning how to box. You have to get punched in the face. Exactly. There's no, you can learn all the techniques sitting there, but until you're in the ring getting blows thrown uh-huh. at you, that's when you're learning. Yeah. So stand-up is the same way. Yeah. So to so, answer your question, I don't know when we met, but I know I might have seen you before I was doing stand-up. I'm usually pretty good at this, too, and I'm, I can't believe I can't remember. Where we, think of, I think we just saw each other so much. Then, Probably. Then we started but that's the a good road. thing. You know why? Because all of the guys that, that were dicks to me when I was coming up, I remember vividly when I met them. Oh, wow. So guys that I'm cool with, I'm like, I just, I just feel like I always knew him. You know? Yeah, guy, yeah, yeah. Guy Tory, I just feel like I always knew Guy. I don't remember meeting him. He's so cool. Did you do Fat Tuesdays when it was jumping? No, jumping? I wasn't in L.A. then. I, oh, I, you were in L.A. then? When I came to L.A., it was already done. Oh, that was the night. Yeah, boy. yeah. You had your Wednesday night at the movie theater. Yeah, right? and, I, and I did Chocolate Sunday for a few years. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That was cool, but when I say there was nothing like Fat Tuesday, I had gone yeah. here about a month ago, and we was like, you know they that they did that show on Showtime, dying up here. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't I don't know how they don't try to, you know, get guys from the mid mid nineties to about two thousand three, especially the mid nineties to like two thousand. Man, I, I I told guy I go, dude, I remember the Lakers are playing the Pacers in the NBA Finals, and the Pacers. What's that? Was Kobe that, Kobe Shaq years? Yeah, that was okay. two thousand. <clears throat> and the Pacers was that Fat Tuesday night for Game One. I go, they're done. they weren't drinking or wilding but i guess it's something to do that you're done by 10 or 11 at night but i remember thinking like this i remember i I vividly remember mark jackson waiting on a car in front of uh a comedy store and i just remember he had a look in his face and i go they're not they're not gonna win like, <laughs> it almost is like, ah, oh, fuck. What, were it, people giving him shit outside while he was Not waiting? really, but his face is like reality about to kick in like, oh, shit's about to get real tomorrow. Yo, Shaq's here. I was, in, uh, <laughs> I was in New York one time at the auto show at Jacob Javits. They have the auto show at Jacob Javits every year, right? And this was when Knicks were playing Pacers. One of those oh. fight years, you know what I'm saying? You're a Knicks of, guy? I, I, I want to I see the Knicks do well. I'm mm-hmm. not a Knicks fan, but I, I want to see the Knicks do well. Mm-hmm. But... uh. The Pacers were there, 
And they walking through the auto show and everybody's just like, yo, fuck out of here. Yo, fuck yo, suck a dick. Haywood Workman, they was just giving him the Haywood. business. Yo, you fucking dick. Get the fuck. Yo, this New York City motherfucker. I'm just like, dude, he's just trying to enjoy the new cars. Right. Like, and he's just walking like, uh, come on, bro. I'm just, I, I just play ball, man. I just, uh, fuck, shut the fuck up. Baby. <laughs> this real Brooklyn dude's just like, yo, get the fuck. We should rob you, motherfucker. I'm just like, yeah. dude, they, they, no way they win in tomorrow. No way. He's just, yeah. He's stressed out. Haywood's such a good dude. You know Haywood? Now he's, now he's, uh, ref. he's a ref. Yeah. Yeah, that was what that was, I met him like his last year in the league. And then Haywood was so random. Like he went to Israel and played. Uh-huh. He literally, I get a call at like 3 a.m. What's up, man? What are you doing? He goes, I'm out of this bar, man, in Israel by myself. I go, okay, it's 3 a.m. in LA, dude. <laughs> But then you were the guy he thought to call. Right. And, it was, and this was before FaceTime. So I'm like, if we had had FaceTime, he would have FaceTimed and shit. But he would take a picture of where he was at. And then it was, he actually, I was like, damn, Israel looks nice. He was, yeah, man. it's cool over here, man. You know uh, Dev Green? Uh-uh. He used to play for the Lakers. He played for the Lakers and Miami. He's Dev a, Green? Yeah, yeah. He's he played He played Kobe years. Uh-uh, I don't know. From Virginia. He played, uh, I think he played for Ham- at Hampton. I got to look but, him up. Uh, He'll hit me every once in a while. Yeah, what's up, fam? Just checking on you. I'm like, yo, where you at, man? Where in, where in the world are you at? Oh, I'm in uh, Brazil, man. You know, the game's just lit out here. I'm like, all right, bro. <laughs> Hold it down. <laughs> you can tell me they lonely as I'm shit. I'm going to do another season in China before I, you know, try to make some moves back to the back home. All right. Yeah. Okay. That's got to be a, a good ex- – that's got to be a cool experience, though, like to experience an entire other culture. But I wonder if you still, <clears throat> as an NBA player – uh, if you win the title, like Marbury winning the title in China, right? Does, is it the same feeling? Well, for not. Marbury, he's <clears throat> iconic there, so it's right. It's a championship for him. <laughs> I guess it's like winning an Oscar or winning a BET award, maybe. Like, <laughs> it's still cool as shit and still awesome, but it's not. <laughs> it's not the end. People don't, even, people don't even show up to receive their BET award. <laughs> <laughs> who's who's that? Yeah, because I I accepted Drake's one year. Yo, can I tell you a story? One time, this was years ago. Uh, what show was I on? I was on a show, and they were talking about the BET Awards, and I said, here's an idea. I want to pitch this to BET. I want to go to the BET Awards, and I'll make a, make a, whole, thi- uh, make a whole spectacle of it. Like, have, interview me on the red carpet. And I'm like, yeah, I'm just here to celebrate and watch all the great names accept their awards. And I say all the people that are nominated that they know that we already know aren't there that aren't going to yeah. show up. I'm here to see Beyonce man and it's going to be great <laughs> to see Jay-Z all the people that we know are not showing up to receive their awards I say all their names then I sit down and when the award show starts they say the winner is Jay-Z for and the announcer says Jay-Z isn't here to I just go hey, oh, oh, from wherever in the room yo yo I got it I got it and I run up there yeah. and I accept it on behalf of Jay-Z and I do Dude, that the whole show I do Dude, that that's funny I pick Nothing. Dude, that's funny as shit. And I'm like, yo, imagine I go up there as, uh, who would Jay-Z want to thank? Uh, I want to thank B, of course. Uh, yeah. I want to thank uh, Marcy. Dude, that's funny as shit. I and then th- you come back again and somebody then, else does But it. then I go sit somewhere else. Yeah. So it's like, Kanye's not here. Yo, yo, yo. And I'm over here yeah. like, excuse me, pardon me, pardon me, pardon me. <laughs> uh, Kanye would like to thank Kanye, of course. And uh, I want to thank, and five minutes later, somebody else not here. Yo, yo. Uh, you know what? I'll, I'll pitch it and see if I can do I it. I fucking, <laughs> <laughs> yo, this was years ago I pitched this. Everybody I told the idea was like, yo, that's fucking funny as shit. Told people to be but you know, that's, nothing. That's part of the business. Nothing. That's part of the business. Because I, I pitched the thing to BET and, uh, and I got nothing either. When I thought it was 
similar to yours? Yeah. It might have been the same year. I don't know. We might have the same year. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I said it'd be funny if I walk up as a presenter and I, I go like, you know, hey, it's, I'm so excited to be here at the BET Awards. I go, everybody knows we set the trends. People follow what we do. You know, everything is we, we, we. And then who's ever with me, like if, if you're presenting yeah. with me, I'd be like, you're like, Gary, Gary, you're reading my lines. I go, oh, oh shoot. That's a, yeah, yeah, <laughs> I was like, yeah. oh, I forgot. And I was going to do the whole, you know, it's good to be black, man. That's we monster. set the trends. That's monster. They wear what we wear. They listen to what we yeah, listen to. Yeah. Gary, you read my lines. Oh, shit. I'm sorry. That is your line. My fault. <laughs> and then you, whoever is presented with me, they start reading it. And then they go, Gary, you're up. I go, no, I've said enough. <laughs> <laughs> I, did, I pitched it like this. Yeah, nothing. Crickets. Nothing. nothing. You figure they, they would like listen to like comics that are doing it, like run it by us real quick, you know? Yep. Probably be like, yep. Might work. Because sometimes I'll be at the shows and you've been the BET words. God, some of that shit falls flat in the room. Like, and I know you know what the goal death, is. Death. Oh, that's a that's a people start I, looking around like. That's what it, that, some of those award shows are like. Uh, BET awards are are fun to host because it's it's a party vibe. But like once one year I saw Cedric hosting um like the AMAs or some shit in Vegas, mm. and I'm looking at it going. Oh, Soul Train. He hosted Soul Train. This wasn't Soul Train. This was like mainstream okay, stuff. Okay, okay. And it was one of them where you had white kids in the pit down below. And they just want to see the artist. They right. don't want to hear anything. I was like this. That's a hell gig. I'm watching yeah. Cedric. Yeah. And we all know Cedric is tried and true. And I'm watching. And Cedric's so good with it, though. Because he he'll say something, but he ain't getting nothing. Yeah, man. All right, let's <laughs> give it up for Taylor Swift. <laughs> <laughs> he powered through that shit. And I was like this. I was just like, only Cedric. Because if I'm up there... It's sweat beat. Yeah, bing, yeah, bing, yeah, bing, yeah, bing. yeah. I'd be yeah. like this. Hey, you guys aren't laughing at shit. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, the MTV Awards to me looks like a hell gig to oh, host. Yeah, yeah. As a comedian, yeah. it, it used to be better back in the day, though. It used to be like who my brother hosted. It was great one year. Oh, when Eddie hosted uh, it, it was great. Yeah, yeah. But just now it seems more like it's just not. They don't care. <sighs> Remember the the when the Wayans hosted? That was rough. When they went out there, I was like this. Ooh. I was like, that's what I said. I go, I, w I don't know if I'd take it. I'd be like, what's the angle here? You know what I want to host? I want to host the B. I don't know why. I want to host the BET Hip Hop Awards. Yeah, they just got I 85 wanted to host, I wanted to host the Yeah, that's a, that's a good look for them. That's a real good look for them. I saw them posted yeah. on their social media. That's a shout out yeah. to those brothers. That's a real good look. Uh, I wanted to host the BET Awards for years. For years. I was like, come on, man. Like, why is my name not in the hat? And I had ideas and stuff I wanted to do the intro and all that. Now it's like, yo, I want to host the hip hop awards. Yeah. I don't know well, why. You gotta do it soon. Look, we're I don't older. know why. It might be a hell gig. <laughs> You're right. Look, it might be a hell gotta, gig. But I just, I'm like, yeah. Well, I saw, you know, I was, and I'm probably too old because I don't even like some of the guys that would be nominated now. I don't even know some of the people that would be nominated now. Yeah, and you're wondering, do they even get my jokes? Right. Because right. sometimes I'll be, sometimes you'll be in the room with some of, even athletes. Man, I'll be like, wow, I don't have a lot in common with these guys. Well, athletes is different. Athletes just, they got no personality. Yeah. A lot of athletes have no personality. Yeah. You ever talk to a football player like a real like you're like, dude, this guy just oh you don't you don't do shit. You just <laughs> well you don't really know the world, huh? Let's let's segue that into sports. God, my podcast is so awesome. We segue perfectly. <laughs> no, we Steelers, baby. Ah, this fucking guy. Four and Who they? Yeah, exactly. Who they? That's that's a Bengal stadium right there. Look at it. Look at it. That's playoffs. <laughs> no, that, that's the fourth quarter of a Steeler game. <laughs> we, we've already left. 
Well, we're stupid. Yeah, you want to go Fuck. get some chili? Of any team, I'm just like, it was, uh, let me tell you what goes through my brain. As soon as we drafted Joe Burrow, I went, I just don't want the Steelers to hurt him. Because you hurt, <laughs> you ruin, you don't just, you don't just beat us. It's like you ruin the whole season. Carson Palmer, that was the 2005, we, we matched up. What was that, we, uh, ankle, knee? Nah, knee, yeah, ACL. Knee. And ex Bingle did it that we cut that the, that the uh, Steelers yeah, picked uh, up. Uh, Kimo von Ohlhoffen. Yeah, yes, yes. Yeah, I was gonna say to Samoan, you said his name perfectly. Oh yeah, I'll never forget that fucker's name. <laughs> <laughs> Kimo von Ohlhoffen. Fucking, <laughs> I like to call him bitch. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Ruin that game. You know, we we opened the fucking game with a 66 yard bomb, and I'm like, nothing. oh god, it's no, this. That was the year we had your fucking number. Beat you in Pittsburgh, and then that, and then here we go. We're freaking like 10 and one. Steelers come to town, and Andy broke his thumb oh, on yeah, a freak yeah, play, and yeah, I was like, this. Yeah, yeah. And then I don't want to talk about that playoff. You were with me when uh, the Steelers where, beat the Bengals. Where were we? We were in Phoenix, roasting right, Alabama right, and right, Clemson. Right, right, right. Do you remember me, you, Anthony Anderson, Faison, and Ron G were all together to yes. do a comedy slash roast of Alabama and Clemson? Yeah, the day before the game, right? Two days before the game. Two days before the game. Yeah. So this is Saturday. Here's what here's what's fucked up. And that about was this. a good Clemson team. That was the Sean. Oh yeah. That was Alabama with Derrick Henry. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I got, yep. still got pictures of them. Yeah. That was that was 2016. Yeah. And <laughs> I'll never forget. When the playoff, when Steelers weren't supposed to be in the, weren't supposed to be in the playoffs, today, I don't even remember. The Bills beat the Jets, or the Jets beat the Bills the last game. Got to the get Steelers us in. in the playoffs. Okay. okay. And like either the Bills sucked or the Jets. No, yeah, the Jets were going to make the playoffs, and the Bills beat them the last week, and that got the Steelers in. Okay. Uh, and the Bills had nothing to play for. And I was like this. Because as soon as that happened, I, I remember calling all my friends. I go, we're fucked. And they go, what do you mean? I go, it doesn't matter who wins. They're going to come out of that game beat up. And that's exactly what happened because you guys mm -hmm. got waxed by Denver because oh, yeah, yeah, Antonio yeah. Brown was out. Yeah. Everybody, you got, we, we beat you up, but you won the game. And I was like this. I knew it. I knew it <laughs> as soon as I was like this. But, okay, so we, we did. The way the playoffs were set up, I didn't want to work that weekend. Right. That's, that's how I was available. I go, no, 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 no. The Bengals are going to playoffs. I'm off. I'm going to the right, game. Right. And then they gave me the, that game. I go, okay. As long as it's not the late game on Saturday, I'm fine because we were on the West Coast. So right. I was like, and then the playoff schedule came out. I go, yeah, the 8 o'clock game on Saturday is Bengals. See, I went, why would you do that? Why would you do that? <laughs> if it's the early game Saturday, we're in Phoenix. I could still watch it and then go roast the teams. If it's Sunday, we're fine. I'm like, only game that we're actually working. And I go, there's four games that we get. And then we oh, wrote, I remember that because we were checking the scores during the, yeah yeah we were in the hotel lobby of Alabama's hotel, and then it was it was like a couple field goals nothing big. Then we went over to Rose Clemson right, and I'm I remember they set up that TV. Oh, we had the bus. We took the bus over right. Yeah, and we they had that TV set up, and I was just watching. And then I went up and came off in his fourth quarter, and I got off right before AJ caught that pass. Yes, and we yes, took the lead. Yes. And yes! And remember Clemson was all behind us watching the game yeah, with us? Yeah, yeah. And I literally have my phone, and I was like, I had Clemson behind me, and I'm like, yeah, it's all about the Tigers today, baby. <laughs> Bengals, Clemson Tigers. I go, we in this. And then Jeremy Hill fumbled the ball and went, delete. <laughs> <laughs> I was 
like, there's no way this is happening. And I, there wasn't a doubt you guys were going to drive down the I field I remember standing there with the football with the Clemson players, and they watching the TV behind me, and I just hear them like, they big country dudes. Oh, man, they about to get up in them now. Oh, man, going down now. All oh, them boys ain't got a prayer. Now, I'm like, this is, these dudes are weird. They're yeah. just, just weird. Like, there's no football commentary. Like, oh, he on now. Yeah. Oh, that boy done now. No well, boy. you remember I ran I, when, when uh, Vontez intercepted yes. Ben. Yes, yes, yes. I yes. ran back on the stage. They go, you guys want to do another fucking show? <laughs> let's do it. I was like, the curse is over. I was like, come on, let's do it. I'm ready to tell jokes, man. Let's do something. <laughs> and then when he Jeremy fumbled that ball, I just put my head down. There wasn't Steelers, a baby. doubt you guys are going to score. We haven't beat you since then. Do you know that? Really? We haven't. Since 2016? That's the last time we Ooh. beat the Steelers was in Pittsburgh. A 2015 season, the first game, because then you guys came to Cincy back like in November, and that's when Andy got hurt, and you guys right, beat us. Right. And then um, the playoff game, we haven't beat you since. Wow. 16, 17, 18. Wow. It's like 10 in a row. Nice. Nice. So as soon as we got Burrow, I was like, okay. So they've, they knocked out Palmer. They knocked out Dalton. I'm like this. Can we just, just hand off 50 <laughs> plays? There's no, and our line is so bad. There's no doubt Burrow's Is your offensive line bad? It's the worst in the NFL. Really? He's been sacked like 30 times in five games. Not good. It's so ridiculous. Yeah, so we're probably going to hurt him. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to play. Yeah, we're dude. probably going to hurt him. When do we play? Like in three weeks, two, three weeks. Yeah, we got – Bengals got Indy this week. Well, we'll week. see because everything's getting moved around with the corona. So right, we, right, We right. didn't play Tennessee last week, so. Yeah. But I We got to make that game up. I don't want that to happen, man. Fuck. There's pictures of me on the red carpet. Me, you, Faison, and Anthony, I'm not smiling. <laughs> I'm literally at the ESPN, I'm like... And I'm cheesing. Hey, oh, you fuckers. Steelers. Motherfuckers. <laughs> you, ever, you ever went to a Super Bowl that they were in? Uh, no. Never gone to a Super Bowl they were in. I was going to go to Arizona that year, but uh, I was filming something. I forgot. Uh, I have a few... Fr- like, I'm, I, have, I don't have a lot of sports friends, but the ones I do have, I've had long long time. Uh, my man Mike Logan used to play for the Steelers back yeah, in the day. Yeah, Mike's cool dude, man. Great guy. Great guy. I go to Pittsburgh, he shows up, lets me hold the ring, lets me wear the ring in the yeah. club. We, we talk. And I've done that before with him. Yeah, I'm with the, the ring. coolest <laughs> dude, man. The coolest guy. But see, you, nobody would believe you're on the team. They believed <laughs> I was like the long snapper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, super cool dude. But every every year, I'm like, I hit him, I send him an email just to make sure it's still, yo, still your email still there? Yeah, it's still there, bro. Anytime you come down. Uh, William Gay. Yeah, cool William Gay. Cool as hell, dude. Cool yeah. as hell. I met him at the uh, Savoy. You know, you go to the Savoy. Yeah, the Chuck Sanders spot. Yeah, yeah. He met him at the Savoy and uh, he brought me, he let me come to practice. They gave me a They're bunch like of, that. They gave me a bunch of Steelers stuff. They're like, oh, he met the coach. Like, yo, he's a big fan, man. They run their team like they're supposed to run. That's That's been my beef with Cincinnati forever is you go to a, you go to a Steeler game. Yeah. I go, you, you got the terrible towels. They always, like, they, they focus in on, like, if there's a celeb in town. Yeah. They take extra good care of them. They show them, show them the towel, whether it's whatever Steeler fan is, Billy Gardell or mm-hmm. Snoop or um, – that guy that's ripped up from Magic Mike. Vergara's husband. Who's that? My, it's something like, I feel, I feel awful I don't know his name. Joe Mangelio. Joe Mangelio. You know, he's a huge Steeler fan. Yeah. But they just take care of their guys. And I always, and I'm like, why does Cincinnati not? <laughs> you don't have anybody. You I got Nick Lachey and me, homie. That's <laughs> Lachey, it. Uh, arm, singer? Yeah, he's from Cincy. Oh, really? 
They did a thing, People Magazine or somebody did a thing on the, the most famous, the most famous celebrities of every team, and Nick Lachey got it. Bingles, I was a little, I was a little hurt. I was like this. I'm, I think I'm bigger than him. But here's the crazy thing. The day, the day they invited me to the uh, Pittsburgh facility for practice, this was years, a couple of years ago, uh, I saw William Gay that night in the club, and he's like, yo, come to the, come practice tomorrow. And I'm like, you sure, man? Like, dude, I'll leave your name at the front. You good. I get there. They're like, yeah, Mr. Rock, they're expecting you. Walk me in. Meet everybody. See Ben, coaches, all that. Uh, meet Tomlin. He's like, uh, yeah, you got to meet so-and-so, so-and-so. Uh, AB's not here yet. AB will be here in a little while, right? <laughs> I'm there for an hour and a half. I leave. AB's still not there. So I'm walking back to the car like, yo, that dude just didn't show up for practice? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> and as I'm driving off the facility, I see a black uh, wraith. <laughs> and I'm like, that's AB. Motherfucker's like, <laughs> late for practice. Like, he just didn't, say, he didn't give a fuck. <laughs> we wonder. Tomlin is the coolest. Yeah. When you meet him in person? Yeah. Because he doesn't smile on a short conference. conversation. You know, he's busy. Hey, nice to meet you, young fella. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Thanks for representing Steelers. Yeah, okay, cool. Go on. Yeah. Well, Make sure you take him to see so-and-so. I roasted him back in 2009 in training camp. Me and uh, T-Row, you know T-Row out of Pittsburgh? Yeah. So we roasted them, and then I get there, and, you know, they're they're in Latrobe, and then uh, everybody, met everybody on the team, but then Tomlin came up, like a, like a kid almost, he saw, he goes, hey, like, you know, because he, he's always so stoic mm -hmm. in the press conference, he was like, hey, what's up, man? Thanks for coming. <laughs> I go, wow, you're completely different off camera. He was like, jolly. Yeah. Hey, man, appreciate anything you want, man. You want some food? And da -da -da. So this is classic Bengals Steelers. I've roasted eight NFL teams, right. like training camp. Did the Ravens. Ravens took great care of us, right? Did the Steelers, done the Texans, did the Bengals. The, now the Bengals, I did the Dolphins. Dolphins was great. The Bengals, I go there. This is when Marvin was there, and they, they was in Georgetown, Kentucky. Usually, they'll do the roast like during the rookie show. Right, 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 right. And when I did Steelers, you know, they let us sit in the back. We watched the rookie show. It was funny. Uh, it, was, it was cool just to be a part of it. And then me and Tiro went up afterwards, and we roasted the guys and yeah. told some jokes. Bengals, they wouldn't let me watch the rookie show. I'm standing oh, wow. outside the door. Like, I'm a convict. Hold on. Here's what's funny. When I get there, I know half the team. I sit in the cafeteria with them, and I'm just bullshit with them. I grabbed a fucking banana. I didn't get anything else to eat. I got, grabbed the banana. I go, hey, 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 what are you doing? The guy stopped me. I go, I'm, I'm going to eat a banana. He goes, who are you? And like the, all the players like, yo, man, relax. He's with us. <laughs> all right. So hold on. I'm just trying to think that security guy. I'm like, I'm sitting here clearly talking to like Hushmanzada, right, right, Dwayne right. Clemens, Ojo. Like, we're cutting yeah. up. Why would you think <laughs> I'm some random fan that showed up? When they stop, when they feel like not yeah, talking to you me. You think I made it this yeah. far into the facility? <laughs> so then the rookie show's over. I couldn't watch it. Then I walk through this door and I walk out there. They don't have a stage or a microphone or nothing. I'm just talking like You're a just like a teacher. Speaking. Yeah. Right? So it was fun, but I went off on the security guy, and then it was funny because the whole team was like, that guy is kind of a dick, like the coaches. <laughs> but it ended up being fine, but I was just like, and then later on, Marvin, when Marvin Lewis was there, his secretaries called me, and he, they were, he, was getting, uh, he was getting roasted. They asked me to help him write the roast so I could write jokes for him. I said, cool. So I'm thinking this is my end now. I'm right, good. Right, right. Help him write the roast. The next season, I call the secretary. I go, hey. Um, I'm in town. Can I come to the game this week? She goes, oh, we're out of tickets. I went, what? Hold on. I didn't charge you. 
I wanted nothing for helping you write that rose. And I called, and they was like, yeah, we're out. So then I go to the game. I see Chad and TJ there. They were doing the 50-year anniversary. So then Chad and TJ like, hey, come hang on the suite with us. I go, all right, because I had regular seats. So I'm in the suite. Here comes the secretary. She had a blank look on her face. And I looked at her. I go, I guess the seat opened up. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> but I will say... Zach Taylor, uh, when I roasted the Dolphins, he was a quarterback coach. Yeah. He found out about me and reached out personally. And nice. so now he was nice. like, dude, once this COVID shit's over, man, he goes, I want to come down. I got you. You want tickets? I just, you can come down to practice, but it's just COVID. I, right. So the, it is right. a new regime. So I really want to see Zach Taylor do well because I don't want the new coach to come in and be like this. I don't know him again. And you can't eat a banana. <laughs> <laughs> I did. The only roast I did was for the Raiders. And this was so dope. Like in Napa? Let me tell you, yes. So uh, this was when Hugh was the coach. Right. And, uh, you know, I swear, like, I stay, I stay so much in my own world that I don't really realize that people know me sometimes. Mm -hmm. So Hugh's people reach, reach out, and I'm like, who, who, what? Like, yeah, he's, this guy, uh, Hugh Jackson, the coach of the Raiders. I'm like, yeah, I know who he is. Yeah, he's a big fan of yours, and he wants you to come up and do the roast for the, do the, uh, the, the rookie, host the rookie show? talent show. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, hell yeah. And it's like, yeah, they'll fly you up, you and a guest. And I'm like, what? They're going to put you up? You're going to Napa all this? I'm like, get the fuck out of here. So my boy Tone, my man from the Bronx, he is biggest Raider fan on the planet. I call him up like, yo, son, don't ever say I ne didn't, never did nothing for you. I got you, yo. Meet me at the crib tomorrow, whatever time. Bring up overnight bag, boom. Where we going? Yo, just come on. We get on the plane. He don't know where we going. We land. They pick us up. Where we going? They drive us up to Napa. We get there, he's like, get the fuck out of here. Hugh comes out like, oh man, big fan, big fan, so excited to have you. I'm still like, get the fuck out, like Hugh knows me, that's cool. Mm -hmm. We get there, the, the facility is incredible, you been? Not in Napa. It's in, they on, it's on a vineyard. Yeah, hold where, on, you're where lying, something's nice in Napa. Where, we, <laughs> <laughs> where we're doing the show is on the vineyard, it's mm -hmm. incredible. The food is incredible. They're like, you know, you can taste the wines. You can try, try as many wines as you want. They start the rookie show. They bring, Hugh introduces me, brings me up. And I'm like, uh, the, this was the Raiders are sucking. This was like their sucky years. Yeah. And I say, uh, this is very nice, man. This is so, I'm like riffing at first. I'm like, this is so nice. This is too nice for how you guys are playing. <laughs> Why would they spend this much money on the, what, the, what you guys have done over the last few years? We should not be here. We should be in the parking lot of an in and out right now doing this. in Richmond. And they just, like, the players like, oh. And then one dude walks in late. I don't know who this dude is. Big, gigantic, black like your shirt with a black shirt on. And I go, look at this motherfucker. Got the nerve to come in here late. I don't know if this motherfucker's topless or if he has a black T-shirt on. That's how. And the play, oh, they just fall out. Coaches dying, laughing. I see coaches red in the face, and I'm like, oh, I'm supposed to be hosting this rookie show, but I, I, I should just keep going. And he was like, keep going. And I end up doing like a half hour yeah. before I say, let's start the show. Shows over, players come like, yo, you funny as shit, bro. Yo, and then he was like, dude, anytime you want to come, you could do this every year. I'm going to have you every year, and every year you come back. And I'm like, every year? Like, this is the Raiders, bro. Like, let's see what happens. Right. <laughs> One <laughs> he was, season, he gone. Was gone. <laughs> I know what I'm about to say. <laughs> that sucks, because I'm... When Zach Taylor called me, I'm the same way. I'm like, come on, you guys got to win. I need this guy to be the coach. And look, I told him, I said, I said, coach, you know I'm a Steelers fan, but I, I really had a great time. Hopefully everything goes you know, well with the team. And I would call him. We kept, he's like, keep in contact. No, I, I mean it. Call me. Here's my number. Like, yeah. really? I know how some people are. So every once in a while, they, I'd check the scores and they won a game. I'd be like, hey, coach, good one. Like, good, good one for you guys. Or I would text him. 
That was a good game today. He's like, hey, call me, man. I'll call him. Like, yo, it was a good win. I saw it on uh, SportsCenter, you know. And then the end of the season when he said, uh, next year is going to be a lot of changes. I'm making a lot of changes. And I text him like, hey, good luck next year, coach, uh, you know. And a couple of weeks later, you he out. Went, he went 8-8. Eight and eight. He actually had a good season. Out. Yeah. Then he went to Cleveland. He caught, It was funny. We go to When he got hired in Cleveland, you obviously know Brad, my road manager. Do you know Say, little Asian dude? Yeah, that of course. Up for me yeah. A lot? Say him. Yeah, Say him. Say goes, we go to we go to the uh, Cleveland facility, right? I don't know who we knew over there. Somebody we knew. But was he it the kid from the improv? It's a kid that used to work at the Cleveland improv whose father is like. No, no, I knew somebody the in, okay, in, okay. The, in the organization. But anyways, they, they, we, I went down there, and uh, Hugh just got hired as the coach. And Say had a Cincinnati Reds hat on. And Hugh just came from Cincinnati right. and came to Cleveland. So Hugh walks in and goes, who let this guy in here? He's a Cincinnati guy. Talking about me. And I go, what's up, man? And then we you know, dab it up. And then he goes, you got to take that hat off. And Say goes, man. <laughs> yeah, right. He goes, no, seriously. Take that hat off. I was like this, take the fucking hat off, say. <laughs> As you're embarrassing me. <laughs> it, it, was, it was the oddest thing I'd ever seen because he was, had the smile like, and he goes, no, nah, you, you're going to take the hat off. But I got he was trying to change the culture. Like, you don't right, right. come in here with a Cincinnati hat on in Cleveland. But it was so awkward there for about 30 seconds. You serious, man? Yeah, like, say's like, cutting oh, up. Like, yeah, serious. come on, yeah, man. Yeah. And he goes, no, nah, no, nah, take the hat off. <laughs> I was like... Oh, this just got weird. But he thought he was the one that started the you had to earn your stripe on the helmet and all yeah. that. Yeah, I was like trying to change the culture. I get it. Yeah. I get it. Culture didn't change. Now, what um last year, was it no, it was like three years ago. You shot a pilot. Uh, it clearly didn't get picked up. Uh when's the last time you shot a pilot that didn't get picked up for like network? I did uh oh for ABC, I did uh the untitled Judah Miller project. And that was like 2016? And, and it didn't get picked 15? up. 15? No, it was probably Let's say about, I'll say 16, yeah. Did, um, do you have to audition? Yes. Because I'll never forget, I, I spent two years, 2015 and 2016, doing the whole come out for pilot season because I was mm-hmm. living in L.A. Mm-hmm. I remember I, I was staying at the Residence Inn by LAX because Damn. I was out here for two months. Right. You know what I mean? Now everybody I tell that to, like, why didn't you call me? You could have stayed with me. Like, <laughs> Russell, like Russell Peters. Yeah. He'll be like, Dude, you're an idiot. <laughs> you could have stayed at the house like this. I just don't like to put people out. Right, you know? right. And so I don't know how people like their shit, so I don't want to disturb. Yeah, their, you never know how yeah, people are living. Right. Russ is great. Russ has helped me out since the podcast. Like I stay at his house ninety percent of the time. I believe Russ puts everybody up. Yeah, he's great. But uh, I'll never forget. I'm audition after audition after audition, and then I'd been on the road with you. Also, we were touring with Epps at the time. Right, I think we were right. one of the tours we was on. And then I remember like. Got called back on a couple, blah, blah, blah. But I go, I literally went two years and didn't land anything and got some callbacks. And then I remember you posted a picture and I was like, that motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) I'm thinking, what did he do that I didn't? Wait, for the same project? No, 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 no. It's just pilot season fucks with your head. Right, It really fucks with your head. And you're just like, what the fuck? You're not mad at you. Right. But you're like... What did Tony do that I didn't do <laughs> to get this shit? Or who does he know? <laughs> no, I've, re- I've rarely had shit just given to me. I, it's always audition. I'm, yeah. only, only job I had given to me was uh, Apollo when I hosted Apollo. Mm-hmm. Jamie Foxx came to the Laugh Factory one night, sat upstairs, watched me host Chocolate Sunday, mm-hmm. called me two days later like, yo, come to the house. And here's the crazy story. I'll, I'll go into the long version. Calls, me, calls my phone. I don't have Jamie's number, right? So my phone rings, random number. I'm like... 
don't answer. Like second, third time, I'm like, okay, this person's clearly trying to get in touch with me. I answer the phone, yo, yo, Rock, what's up? Who's this? It's Fox. Excuse me. You know Joe Fox, comedian Joe Fox? Yeah. That's my man, 100 grand. Uh-huh. N- name and the phone and everything. So I'm thinking it's Joe Fox. I, and I call Fox, Joe Fox, I call Joe Fox Fox Boogie. So he's like, yo, this Fox. I'm like, Boogie? He said, yeah. I said, what's up, man? He's like, yo, uh, you, you busy? Come to the house, man. I want to talk to you about something. I have never been to Joe Fox's house. So I'm like, who the fuck is this? It's like, it's Fox. Joe? And he's like, what? I hang up the phone. A few minutes later, phone rings, same number. Yo, yo, Rock, this is Jamie. Jamie who? Jamie Fox. I'm like, oh, oh, shit. What's up, man? What? what? And he's like, yo, come to the house. I want to talk to you about something. And I'm like, all right, send me your address. And he says, shocked. You never been to my house? And I'm like, no. Just the one up in the, on the, the hill? Yeah, the one that everybody talks about. Yeah. Wait, all the parties I've had, you never been to my house? No. Why have you never been to my house? I said, because you've never invited me. <laughs> I'm not going to nobody's house unless that man invites me. That's yeah. a, it's a Brooklyn thing. I'm, you don't set foot in nobody's house unless that man invites you. Yeah. Same thing with Eddie. When Eddie's, I see Eddie's people at the factory or the improv or the store, they're like, yo, why you never come to Eddie's house for the fights? Because Eddie never called me. Right. You guys invite me all the time. Eddie never called me. Yeah. It's a Brooklyn thing. So Jamie sends the address. I go to his house. We sitting there talking. He says, uh, so you, you remember Showtime at the Apollo, right? I'm like, yeah, yeah, dope. It was a dope-ass show. I'm bringing it back. I'm, I'm EPing it. I'm bringing it back. First thing in my mind is like, Jamie's a little too big to be hosting Apollo. Like, why would he? That's not like yeah. a, that's not like an upward move for him. That's like that's not even lateral for him. You yeah. know what I mean? So I'm like, really? Okay. So you just gonna you just gonna you got time to host it? What you? And he's like, no, you're hosting it. And I'm like, oh, all right. So what? Do, I'm thinking there's a process. I got to audition. I got to send a tape in. So what do, what do you need me to do? Nothing. You you got it. I saw you at the factory Sunday. You you perfect host. What year was this? Two thousand and. 10? Yeah, I was going to say, that's, a, that's been a minute. Yeah, and just handed me a gig. Right. But pilot season, I got to audition. I got to call back, call back, call back. I, yeah. It's a process. I ha- I'll, I'll, I, I'm not doing pilot season. What like I do, that. I audition, and I totally don't give that shit a second thought once I walk out the room. I'm, I commit to what the lines are. Like, this is my, I'm going to do it this way. Because sometimes you will, should I say it like this? Should I do it? Once I make the commitment, this is how I'm going to do it? Fuck it. I'm doing it that way. And I yeah. walk out, don't think nothing of it. Why well, You know, I did it for two years. Did the whole thing, and then um, you know, because you're you're comedian, so we go first. You do the whole thing. They your agent pairs you up with a writer. You go pitch your own shit. Right. But then when the problem is when you, it's you know, it's part of the game, but not problem. But you your own head starts fucking with you because you pitch a show that you think is a good idea, and as a comedian, just like you were telling me your your BET award stuff that's funny. I was mm-hmm. like, well, why would they do that? And right. My thing, like, why would they do that? So in your brain, when you go pitch to a network, you know, you can only, you only can give so much of the show in 10 minutes, 15 minutes, right. you're pitching, so you're like this, that's, ah, we didn't do that. You leave there like, we didn't harp right, on this right, and this and this. Right. So you, then they, when they pass on it and then you start getting the scripts that they picked up, you're like, what? What the fuck? Yeah. Why would they pass on mine and do this? And but I'm you, sure. And then you hear this guy has a deal with so-and-so, so they he's... In the, in the loop to yeah. get his shit picked up. Even if it's horribly written and way yeah. worse than your idea, he has a deal with so-and-so and he's a friend of whatever. That's why the problem with, with comedy is the people that are in control of it aren't funny. True. That's the number one problem yeah. with, with comedy across the board is the people that are, run it aren't funny. Yeah, and that, I mean, that's why I think nowadays I was, oh, I think I was talking to a guy about that, was uh, 
you know, back when we was coming up, I mean, you everybody can tell you their favorite Martin episode, their favorite right. Fresh Prince episode, and Good Times, and Jamie Foxx, and all that. But uh, nowadays, there's just it's not as good. But guys, you got to realize back then, you were getting the A list, right? You were getting eight A list writers on one mm -hmm. show. Now everything's so spread out. Right. You might have one great writer on the show. Right. Yeah, so that's why eight, it's not as good. Those eight writers have their own deals, mm -hmm. and they're all trying to put a show together. That's yeah, like, you know. Or you do Kenya Barris, just put yourself on the that's show. That's a fucking good ass show. I, I started Which watching one? it recently. Uh, uh, Black as fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. a fucking good ass show, man. I just, yeah. I my man uh, just put me onto it. I watched like the whole season in two days. That shit is. But good. you know, Kenya knows. I haven't worked with him yet, but he hires a lot of comedians. You know, it's funny. I, I'm, I have season tickets for the Clippers. Kenya sits like five rows in front of me, like three seats over. So whenever he gets up to go, you know, get snacks or whatever, he walks right past. Every week, it's like, all we do is this. He looks at me, I go. So I'm like, I don't want to bother him. He's probably like, I'm just saying what's up. Yeah. But every once in a while, I'm like, damn, like, what's this I want him to just stop and go, hey man, like, what you want yeah, to do? Yeah, yeah. Like, you, you got something, you got something going. So I'm gonna go, yo, I got this, this script, man. I wanna yeah. you, you, you can just Comics take a look always at it. got ideas. Yeah. We always got ideas. I got a script on the on the on the on the shelf right yeah. now at home. I'm just like, if he just stopped for a second, I'd be like, yo, man, I don't wanna bother you, but you know, that's my thing. I like I'm always like, I don't wanna bother people. That's my that's my thing when I lived at the residence inn. Yeah. <laughs> like this. All the comments I know that I knew had room or just actors like this. Now that's a lot. I did that with Kyle Grooms. You know Kyle Grooms? Yeah. Kyle Grooms comes to LA and he hits me up one time. This is when I just got to crib in, in, in uh, downtown. And he's like, uh, yeah, hey, hey, man. And he took care of me when I'm, when I'm in Miami. He takes care of me. So yeah. I, I let, let you know that off top. So he called, hey, man, I'm in, Miami, I'm in uh, LA, man. What you doing? I'm like, what, what you need something? What, what you staying? I'm staying over at the, nah, fuck that, bro. Stay at the crib. You sure, man? And I was leaving like two days later to go on the road. Mm -hmm. He comes to the crib. I'm like, yo, here's car keys. Here's whatever you need. You, you sure, man? Dude, house is yours. Run to the house. You good. He leaves like, damn, man, I really appreciate that, man. Leaves it. I come back. He leaves like folded sheets that he washed and here's the pillow. <laughs> he seems like that. Kyle like, seems he's like that. that. Dude. Dishes that he ate off, yeah. washed and stacked right here. <laughs> not, in the, not in the dish, in the dish trainer, just like stacked to the side. Tony, it's like when you go to Starbucks and they got the used pens yeah, and yeah, the sanitized yeah, yeah, pens. Yeah, yeah. Kyle's like, I actually washed yeah. my ass with this here's, towel, here's but I washed I them. ate. Yeah. Here's the <laughs> towels. And then, like, maybe like a month later, he hits me like, hey, man, I'm, I'm back in town, man. I'm like, bro, you good. Come to the crib. You sure, man? You, you good, bro. You right. Good. You it's like that clean. Yeah, he, he keeps it clean. He, he's a guy that you could let stay with you. I had a comedian uh, one time. I'm not going to call him out. I'll tell you off camera. I had a comedian stayed for, he was out here trying to get his name out there. And I'm living with my wife. Mm. And we have, my, this is before we had kids, but we had our oldest, my stepson, right? Right. So we got a, a nine-year-old in this townhouse we're living in, and my buddy's like, we had an extra room there. He goes, yo, I'm trying to you know, get my name in there. Can I come stay for like a month? And I said, cool. I said, only rule, can't bring no girls to the house. We got a kid here, right? Right. And Fuck. you got your wife there. Yeah. How about, couldn't make it a day. We woke up the first day, and I go, I think I hear a female. And my, my brain, I'm going... Is he on the phone or I heard a female in the room? I get a shower, come out. This girl's sitting on the couch. Wow. Like, just sitting there. Hey, I was like this. Day one? As my boys would say, the disrespect. Right. First day? <laughs> that was the only room we had. I was like, get a room or go to her place. Did you speak? Did, what, what was his excuse? He was gone. I said, dude, I, I'm not trying to be a dick, but you can't stay here. I go, now I got to hear about this. Right. I go, you got to go. Like, 
he, wow, we, we let him stay that one night, and then he, so he stayed two nights. He was he was supposed to be out for a month. Crazy. I think he flew back to uh, Atlanta. I was like, this dude, first hmm, night, Atlanta. Let me. Who would that be? Who would oh, no, nah, I'll tell you off. Camera. Okay, okay. I'm okay. not gonna call him out because he's a good guy, but he just Laval Walker. Wasn't, no, that <laughs> wasn't Laval. <laughs> but that's the homie. If he if he sees this podcast, he's gonna know it was exactly. Him, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. but he was young and stupid. But I was just, I'll never forget. I go. First day out the box, bro? Damn. It'd be different if it was like, like day he said 29. It, he, he said it and he was like, yeah, 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 okay, yeah, 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 yeah. whatever. Shorty, come yeah. through. It, it's, it was almost like a, uh, a comedian, comedian, you know, they'll open up for you and you'll be like, hey, uh, you might not touch it on this because I'm working on something. And yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they do it. You're like, I just, no, you know what? When you thing. tell them, they do that. Oh you got to not say anything and just hope they don't fucking touch that subject. Because you tell a motherfucker. Oh, my God. It's, it's, that, it's, that, it's that underlying competition of stand-up comedy. Yeah. And in some cases, it's that underlying hate. Yeah. Is there anybody? Um, everybody. I, is there everybody. any? Go ahead. I, Hold on. No, is I, there I don't any, say names. No, when you're on the road, and is there anybody, like, when we got those big shows together, is there anybody you don't like going after? You're like, fuck. Oh, no, 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 no. I thought you were gonna say something else, but nah, nah. Because I, because I, you know, I, I'm following my brother every time I touch a microphone, so to speak. It's true. Whether he's there or not, I'm every time Tony Rock touches a mic, it's like, oh really, Chris Rock's brother? So I'm following yeah. him every time I go on stage. So I never thought of that. Whoever goes on before me is no big deal. I'm following. So if I start stealing Cadillac converters, I'm following my brother <laughs> like this. Dude, you don't do that near as good as your brother. <laughs> your brother was bringing in 15 a night. dollars <laughs> Your brother can do 15 a night. You got six? Sorry, man. He's a little quicker than I am. You got caught first day out the box. We had a bull on him for six months. This guy was on the run. Catalytic converters. Yeah. Good for you. I always, uh, Roxy asked me that uh, last week, Roxy Diaz, and she goes, there's anybody like you don't like? I go, nah, you got to rise. And we're on the shows. I, I respect Epps so much because he doesn't put anything on you. He's like, do you, do your time, and he just does his thing. You know, I've worked with other headliners mm-hmm. that they'll, be like, they'll come in. I'll be like, Jesus Christ, can I knock, knock? Knock, knock, jokes, yeah, yeah. right? I don't, I don't give people like... I've learned over time. I don't, I don't, I fucked up what you said. Hey, man, you mind not talking about this? Yeah. I, it's probably been 15 years since I've done it to anybody. I'm like this. I just stopped watching stand up. Like, I don't ever watch your set uh-huh. or anybody else's that's going up because I've seen comics get on the side of the stage and they get in their head because somebody might be destroying and you're going, ah, oh, fuck. Right, right, so right. So I just right. stay in my dressing room and I'm like, I just stay. And once some more, I hear her go up. I'm like this. All right. Cause you got you got the volume in the dress room, you can yeah. hear it. My shit's on so low, it's like a dentist's office. It's like little <laughs> jazz music, and every now and then you hear a oh. this girl from Ipanema playing <laughs> in the background. You hear a, you hear a good joke, you're like, oh, I go, oh, somebody just told a decent joke, I think. My they thing psych is different. Out. I, I'm like, I'm it's, okay. So the show is you, me, Quake. No, not even. It's you, Quake, Samoa, Mike, mm-hmm. and I happen to be on it. I'm so excited to be on the show. I'm just like, yo, this is dope. Like, I'm gonna watch some more. And I'm gonna watch Quake. And I'm gonna watch Gary. I'm gonna watch Mike. I'm just like, but you're at some, you're in a I'm sweet like, spot too. Yeah. If you go, I always tell people, going up early is the best. Yeah. On those big shows, because if you got a uh, host like Samore, who's I think one of the best hosts out there, she I gives go, me an incredible intro every time. Yeah, but she 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 puts the audience in a frame of mind. They are just ready for you. She's such a pro. Yeah. Because. You know, you've been to the ho- you've been there where the host will do 40 minutes. You're like, dude, what are you doing? Just bring me up. Or 
They bring you right up. So yeah, I don't you like that. Might I, have don't, that am- I don't like. That I don't like. You might have an amazing last joke, and they're in hysterics, and the host goes, all right, you know, for Gary Owen. You're like, I'm, they're still laughing off their right, yeah, joke. That I don't like. That I don't like. So more, if somebody kills... She gives all, she does her thing, but she gets them in a pocket where they're breathing. Or if somebody doesn't do as well, she brings them back, back up. up. Yeah, that's a good I, host. That's man. A host supposed to keep the room at a level. Yeah. You blow it up, they bring it back to yep. know, a level, and then bring the next person up. You bring, yep. you bring it down, they bring it back up, and then let you get it right there. There's, I mean, there's, you got to realize, there's a reason all the years we've been on the road, where whether Epps is the headliner or I'm the headliner or... Anybody else, it's like there's a reason nobody's getting booed or bombing. Right. Because she keeps that wave going. You know what I mean? I love when I see her hosting like this. All right, we're good. It's going to, and you know, the show's going to run smooth. For one, Wayne's an intimidating guy. (laughs) And like, he don't play that shit. Because there was one, uh, they wasn't, they wasn't on the show. They wasn't host, you know, the, the promoter that does, the, sometimes we get those other shows that we get the side shows and the B markets. Right. Yo, I was headlining, and I told the guy, I told the the promoter, I said, "Dude, I'm cool, but just make sure everybody sticks to their time." You you got me out here. Oh, I was on that. Wait, you was on that show. Yeah, I remember that. I remember that because I remember and it being went backstage. Long. And you were like, "Yo, what? He's on fucking." Yeah, yeah I remember. I, remember I was that one. hot. I, I remember that one. Out. I remember that one. Yes. I was hot. Yes. So I I was like this. What the fuck? And there's no host. They get like the radio guy. They had the radio. They had they had Mark. The freaking oh, tour right. promoter, right. The, the, yes. the, the tour manager. Yes, yes. And this is how he and brought he me up. He was bringing everybody straight up. He would come up like, yeah. yeah. No, he goes, this is what he you said. You like that, huh? <laughs> <laughs> That's what he said. We're going to keep it going. Like, this, yeah, that guy was funny. This guy's funny too. <laughs> Gary Owen. That's how, that's how he brought me up that night. <laughs> All right. Look, I don't want, you know what? I, I like it. Lavelle went long that night. I love Lavelle Crawford, by the way, but he went long that night. I remember. And I remember you, that show. It, was, it was a three man show. It was right. me, you, and Lavelle. And I, I even I messaged Lavelle asking to come on the podcast. Like, but I love Lavelle Crawford. Don't get twisted. Yeah, it's on me. But I said, um, he, went, he went way long that night. And I called Brian. I go, <laughs> what's the one thing I asked you before we started this tour? I go, if I'm headlining, just make sure everybody sticks to their time. I go, what was that? Yeah. I go, and hold on, even if Lavelle did go long, you, if you would have had some more, I'd have been all right. Right. Because they, right. she would have, da da da. But the fact that we have to be out of the venue at 11. Oh, that's And now too, I'm yeah. going on at 10.40, and I'm like the headliner, but I'm like doing 15 minutes. Yeah, that's that what sucks. I'm, I'm like, dude, you got people like paid money, and now they're, they feel shortchanged, you know? Yep. But I was just like, oh, God. Lavelle went so long that night. <laughs> I think I he did like an hour. He's supposed I, to do 30. I know, I know at one point I remember you coming to my dressing room like, he's on 40 minutes. And I'm yeah, like, I'm like this. Damn, bro. He's supposed to do, he was supposed to do like 30. And he kept going. And then Was Mark it his kept, hometown? No, it was Montgomery, Alabama. <laughs> There's <was> nothing there. <laughs> and then Mark's over here lighting him. And then Lavelle starts making fun of him. Look at this motherfucker over here with the light. <laughs> the white going, guy with this flash and his light. What the fuck, man? You're fucking me right now. <laughs> I was just like, and I like, he never did it again. He never did it because I called Brian and I go, Brian, what the fuck, man? The one thing I asked you to do in the first show at the box, it happens. I go, because you know what I don't want to do? I don't want to feel like I'm going to work. I want right, to feel like right, it's right, fun. Right. I felt like I was at work. The 20 minutes <laughs> I was on stage, I was like this. Brian called me one time. This was, I, 
Brian like, Alden, the promoter. Yeah, like I say, I tell you, I, I don't bother anybody on the show. I go in my dressing room with my little freestyle crew, yeah. and I'm like, until it's time no, to go. Stay. You want some vodka? Go to Gary's room. Go ahead and <laughs> so, grab it. So uh, I'm on, this was like my first year on Mike's tour. And uh, like four or five cities in, Brian calls me. Hey, everything cool on the tour? And I'm like, yeah. He's like, okay, just checking. I'm like, wait, did you hear something? Like, is there a problem? Because I was just going, doing my show and leaving, you know? No, just, you know, just say hi to Mike from, you know, every once in a while. I'm like, Okay, and I'm like, damn, I wonder, now I'm all in my head. Like, I wonder if Mike said something like I don't speak yeah. to him. I'm like, I'm not trying to be evasive or disrespectful. I just, like, leave him in his own space. So then we're in, like, Houston, and Houston's my second home. And uh, Mike comes in with his group of people. I go in his room like, yo, yo, what up, man? You good? Oh, yeah, we going over to here after this. What you doing tonight? He's like, oh, we going to head over to whatever party he's going to. All right, cool. You, you hosting? Yeah, yeah. All right, bet we talk for a few. And then Brian calls me, like, a few days later, like, yeah, just, you know, just, just say hi to Mike every once in a while. I'm like... <laughs> Oh, and I, I want to act like, did he say something? But I'm like, maybe promote, maybe a Mark, promoter Mark said something, but I'm mm-hmm. like, that was a little weird. But now I'm just like, he comes in, yo, Rock, you good? Yeah, yeah, what's up? And I'm like, maybe he just felt like, but you never, on you know, the show, I should be saying something. No, I, I but you know. never know. Like you said, you can get in your head, and it, and it can not be coming from Mike. It'd be coming from somebody with Mike, and you walked by him and didn't speak. Probably, yeah. And a lot of times, you know, comedians, we can be in our own heads. Like, we're getting on stage, so you're just kind of like, right, you right. know. Or, you know, like you said, if, if it's like, see, like Houston, you're second home and you want to rip, you want to do extra good yeah. in those places, yeah. you know? So you, it, you can always be in your head. You know, we're a, we're a weird bunch, very comedians. Weird. Very weird. We're, we're some sensitive very motherfuckers. Weird. Very sensitive, very weird. And I'm one of those guys, not every comic is like this, but I'm one of those guys that turns it off when I get off stage. Yeah. So people meet me and they're like, you know, Especially you, right when you, you, know, get off you stage. don't seem very funny to be a comedian. I'm like, I'm not a comedian right now. I'm, I'm, I'm not on the clock. How about... When you, as soon as you get off stage and you always got that one one or two people that aren't on the tour that want to pitch her immediately. Yeah. Like you just yeah. step off stage. No, that's, that's Mike's tour is like that every city. It's that group of, that random group of people oh that stand Oh my God, you're like, I just want to go. I, I always tell them, I got to cool off. Yeah, you got I, off stage, you sweat and you're just taking your jacket off. It's like, yo, can I get one? It's like, yeah. all right. Let me get this okay. shot, man. Yeah. Or they don't ask. Yo, you know we got to get this <laughs> shot. No, we don't. We don't have to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like you're coming off like one step off the, and they're right there the, like hey the demographic of that tour is yeah. everybody's like that even women tony rock take this picture oh shit yeah. I, I guess i gotta take this picture right one city we were in uh the girl said and i said this on stage the next city the girl said uh hey hey chris rock brother come take this picture mm. i said damn sweetheart you know my name chris rock brother <laughs> i said oh shit she didn't give a fuck and, and i literally was like in the picture like I know she took that shit. Like, look, I got one with Chris Rock brother. I got Gary Owen. I got Mike. I'm like, she didn't give a fuck. Hey, hey, Catholic converter, Baldo brother. <laughs> yeah, look, I got your brother's video right here stealing some shit. That's why he never comes to shows. I don't want the parking lot to be empty. <laughs> yeah, you should call your brother. Hey, man, I'm doing uh, the arena. You could, you could clean yeah. up. <laughs> if I had his number. <laughs> <laughs> you could clean up at the show, bro. We do it 18,000. Yeah, great. You know what's going to come out of this podcast? It'll be two hours long, and Lavelle's going to call. Hey, man. Hey, what the fuck, man? <laughs> or, I don't think I ever said anything Brian Alden will call. Like, I never said speak to Mike when you see him. I just yeah, said. Yeah. No. Nah. But I, I, honestly, I bet you it wasn't Mike. I bet you it was somebody with Mike that you walked by the hallway and didn't speak. Yeah. Or something. It was something so minor. Yeah. But even like. But every with, interview, I always say, like, whenever we do radio for that yeah. particular city, I always say shout out to Mike for having me on the tour. Because there's a million comics he could have picked. Yeah. And he said, yo, let me get rock. So that, I and that's why that. I, 
I give all props to Epps or any any of these guys that headline those tours where you got five headliners yeah. on the show yeah. and they're all monsters. The middle is when I first got with UTA and my manager really took a more invested interest in my career and you were on those shows where it could be like D-Ray, Blackson, me, you. There's like six of us. And they literally come like, you know, we think you're... We think you should be headline. I said, don't you fucking dare. Don't you fucking dare. I go, put it, put me, stand-up's easy. Whoever makes the most goes last. Right. Whoever makes the least goes first, and it should trickle down. If, like, that's how it should trickle down. But you got those shows where it's like, they call it co-headlining. But So you're no, getting the been same. There have been a few cities that we did uh, last year and this year, beginning of this year, where it was like that debate of who wanted to headline. I don't, I don't want to close. And I've always, like, Brian Olden knows. I always say to Brian, like, hey, man, I'll go anyway. I don't oh, yeah, care. You, you was on and one. They you had, had to go me, last. They had me, like, on three of those shits. Where yeah. It was, like, six comics, and nobody wanted to close. And then Brian goes, hey, I'll give you an extra, you know, a couple thousand. Let's do it, Brian. And now I got to sit through heavyweight, heavyweight, heavyweight. That By was last time I was people like this. We, we I was part enough. of that problem. I ain't gonna lie. It was one city. We went to Atlanta, and they were like, "Gary doesn't want to close." And I'm like, "All right." No, no, no. Like, Quake doesn't want to close. That's not. Okay. That's not. That's not the issue. The issue is it's not not wanting to close. The issue. Is, I don't know why I did that. The issue was we had a price the headline, and then we had a price an Epps price. Right? It's different. Right. So if I'm headlining. I the way we got negotiated is I get a percentage of the the ticket sales. Right. Right. If you headline. If I'm headlining. And then sometimes Brian will want to give me a set flat rate, mm -hmm. which is still great, but I'm like, that's not what we talked about. When we started the tour, granted, you're signing a 40 city deal. Right. So then they'll throw in this, hey Atlanta, you're headlining. I said, I thought that was an Epps date. And they go, No, 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 Epps is doing this, you're headlining. I go, All right, well, so I'm doing percentage. Uh, no, we're gonna do this. I go, well, I'm not going to headline for that. So it's not about not want to go last. Right. It's just like I'm sticking to the deal that we made. So you got to stand your ground, and so to see, speak. And see, the thing is, on my end, I'm always like, hey, man, like I don't want to ruffle any feathers. Like, okay, you want me to headline? I headline. I should be more like that. I should go, hey, if I'm headlining, I'm on this feet. Yeah. I'm, I can't do this. For, I'm pretty much doing double time. You know? I'm, yeah. I was doing 20 here. Now you want me to do 45 for the same money. Yeah. Or for... 3,000 more, 2,000 mm -hmm. more. It's like, dude, I should get... Yeah, that's it. it but was, I'm all, like I said, I'm always like, oh, all right, I'm okay. Yeah. Well, it's, it's not... It, so this wasn't about Tony or anybody else that was on the show. Right. This was just like, hey, this is what we discussed. Right, right. No, I, I, I knew it wasn't personal, but I knew... They told me, like, this wasn't... You don't want to close. He doesn't want to close. But I like how they put it close. on. Gary doesn't like, want a headline. All right, all right, I'm it. like this. That's not... That had nothing to do with it. Yeah. Gary is sticking to the deal right. that we signed. Right. right. You know? I should just probably... Renegotiate my deals when it comes to that. I was just like, hey, if I'm headlining, you gotta you gotta pay the headline. Right. You know what I mean? Right. I was like, and then this. it's like it was one of those shows where it's like six people on the show. So by the time I get on, you see people like this, like guys talking to the girls, like, yeah, you wanna go? But like we've seen enough. We've seen but enough. But that's why it doesn't matter who's on the show, we've seen enough guys. I know. People don't get that. They'll be like, Man, he was I was like, the audience was tired. Yeah. And that and that's another reason why stick to my guns when it comes to going last when there's five comments i go dude i'm fine but you're gonna pay me for that right hold on you're gonna pay for that suffering you're gonna pay <laughs> me for that guy talking to his girl like because i realize those shows like that they're not promoting it as the gary owen tour they're promoting it as you know the the you know the funny fuckers comedy right, right. tour the, coming to town the, and they people are paying the for the ensemble off. Yeah. right so it's like 
you know, I get it. It's not like it's a, 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 a Chappelle tour. Right. Where they're like, they don't give a fuck. They're not, the show's at 8, they're not coming until 9.30. Because <laughs> they're, they're coming to see Dave. You know what I mean? Those are the ensembles. That's, I mean, that's what that all was about. I, I'm glad you're on the podcast to clear it, because it's funny how Gary didn't want a headline. No, 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 no. No, they said that about everybody. It's like You didn't want to stick in the deal. It's, it's literally, first I'll get an email like, hey, what do you think about closing in Atlanta? I'd prefer not to. It's like six comics on the show. Then I get there. A the day before, I get the phone call like, Brian, hey, Tony, so uh, <laughs> so Quake and Gary don't want to close. And uh, I need you to close it. Brian, come on, man. Yeah. Like They gave you some extra money, then though, right? I, no, then I get to the venue, and it's Mark is like, hey, uh, comes with the envelope. Hey, Brian said, if you can, you can, I had a couple thousand more. Yeah. Fuck it, let's do it. Then I got to sit through everybody on the show. I'm Sucks. there early. Yeah. I'm like, okay, now I'm just, freestyle session's been over. We already drank all your liquor. <laughs> it's like, all right, I still got to just sit around and wait. And I feel like the audience feels. By the time you guys open, I'm like, ah. Yeah. yeah. And I but get this on is why like, hey, let's get out of here, man. But this is why I was, uh, I was upset with Lavelle that night. Because I was like, we know, all know how it is when you're going last right. on those shows. And if people start going long, they get tired. And now you got to, it sucks. Right. It but sucks. The, the, the comic in me is like, you know what? The saving grace in all of this is the comic in me is like, well, fuck it. Let's see if I can follow all five of these motherfuckers. Right. Let's see if I can follow all six of these motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? Let's, yeah. let's, 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 I tell my boys, like, let's go for it. Let's see, let's see what's... Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Let's fuck it. Fellas, you got to test yourselves every day. Yeah. Fellas, like, let's go. I'm glad you feel that and way. my boys like, yeah, son. And I get up there and it's like, I see motherfuckers walking out. I'm like, okay, maybe maybe next city. Tony. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I did that. <laughs> I wanted you to test yourself, Tony. It had nothing to do with the money or the brine or nothing, man. I want to see. I want to see. I want to see what the fuck Tony Rock's got. Iron sharpens iron. <laughs> what kind of forever? You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> I have but, you to thank, Gary. But I, I, I'm the guy. Here's I want to thank Gary Owen. Yeah. <laughs> for all those years. But that's why. Listen, you can set your watch to my sets when I go up yeah. in the middle you said or early. That I you said that before. Dude, I'll be in the middle of a bit. And I'll look at the clock, and I'm like, it'll be like, it'll be like nine, eight, seven. I go, yeah. So I had this chick, right, bent over the bed. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> like this. What happened? You guys got to come back another time. I'm out of time. <laughs> I, my roommate Brad will be like, dude, you'll stop a bit in the middle of the bit to say good night. I go, but they always ask me back because That's there my- ain't nothing worse. That, and like. Not the Harper Lavelle, but there's been other comics that have gone long before me too, and I'm right. like, why are they doing that? I get mad even if I'm not headlining. Right. I'm like, right. why are you doing that? Just get you, off. Why are you doing that to the show? Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's 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 very selfish. I in my eyes, I'm like this. That's some selfish shit because you you we've all been there. Right. Where you got to go last, so you know what that's like. So just and, weight, hold on. Yeah. And if you're on a tour with like, once you're at a point where you're on a tour like we were on, I go, we've been doing this a long time. You know the difference between 30 and yeah, 45. Yeah, you know how it feels, right. You know, you feels. know you've been up there a long time. Just, to me, it's almost like, and I know that's not what they're thinking. They're doing this. Man, fuck Gary. Mm-hmm. That's, what I, that's how I take it personally. Mm-hmm. I'm like this. Because I told Brian after that happened in Montgomery, I go, dude, you got you to gotta talk to Lavelle, man. I go, he, I can't, I'm not doing any more of these dates if that's the case. And he goes, he goes we talked to him. It's not going to happen again. I said, all right, how about we just, let's put it in writing, $1,000 a minute. He goes, huh? I go, 
if I'm headlining, <laughs> if I'm going on at 10 and I'm going and I don't go until 10:15, I get $15,000. I go, "So why don't we do that?" He goes, "Well, no, it's not going to happen again. Guess, then you shouldn't be worried about right. not having to pay me any of that money. If you're guaranteeing you, right? me nobody, and this is just about like anybody. Nobody goes long, $1,000 a minute. He wouldn't do it. <laughs> I was like this. That's another reason I didn't yeah. headline Atlanta. Yeah. I was like this. I go, Brian, because you've been working with me 10 years. I go, I've never, I can honestly say I've never gone long. Ever. Especially when I'm going up early. I know what I know what it's like Shit, to go last. I never go I've gone short sometimes because I didn't want to go long. Oh, I love it when they come I'm to me. I'm going like, oh, okay, good night. And then get off like, oh, you had two minutes left. Like, I didn't want to burn the light. I didn't know. Yeah. I was like, fuck it. <laughs> I love it when they come to me like this. Hey, Gary, you're supposed to do 30. You mind doing 20? We're running a few minutes behind. Oh, yeah, I'm like this. Yeah, yeah. No yeah. problem. Yeah. Because then you you can just hit him real quick. Yeah, Mark, that's a Tyson fight. Mark comes to me a lot. Mark, uh, Mark is the tour manager. Mark comes and he'll knock on the door like, hey, I know you're on for, for 20, but uh, I'm going to need you to cut you to 15. I'm like, Mark, you come in here saying it like it's something bad. Like, yeah. I, don't, I don't give a fuck. I'll no, get out hold of here. on, hold on. No, man, fuck that. I'm doing my five. <laughs> nope. They paid to well, see my, Twitter. My, my comedy mentor always told me don't. They give them what they pay you for. Like I, I see a lot of people just go long for the sake of it. It's like, for what? You're not getting paid for it. Like, well, I mean, if you're at a comedy club and you're just fuck around with the audience mm-hmm. and you're the headliner, yeah, that that's your right. Keep them wanting more. Keep them wanting more. You say goodnight. They, you want them to be like, damn, that's it. I'll... So when you come back, they come yeah. back to see you. But you still, in my eyes, is like you gotta give them like at a comedy club, you gotta give them a ninety minute show. I don't mm-hmm. care what that means. That means yeah, if you're doing. 50 and your opener's doing 40, it's, it's got to come out today. Yeah. That come out yeah. to 90? Yeah, yeah 50, 40. Yep. <laughs> I went like this. Yeah, my mask good. You got to give them a 90-minute show. On those big theater shows, they, like, they don't care if you do 15, 10. They just want to see everybody go up at some point. Yep. I always tell guys that are in the business, like young comics that'll be at these comedy clubs, hey, Gary, what got to do, man? They'll ask you the crazy guy. I go, uh, be on time or stick to your time. And you'll pretty much always work in this yeah, business. Yeah. Because when you come back to a you know, city. You know what time, 60 time, don't steal jokes. Man. Don't steal jokes. <laughs> I tell motherfuckers, I try to say it you know, more diplomatic than I say, hey, be inspired by, but don't copy. Like everybody yeah. has a comic that they're inspired by, but mm-hmm. don't copy the motherfucker. Yeah. You know what I mean? Hopefully they take from that, don't steal jokes. They got, and they got to realize, like, if you're, if you're doing a joke that we, if you heard, that headliner's probably heard it. Right. And you're like. Right. Oh. I know. You know, I tell young comics that a lot when I'm at the factory and I see like I'll, I'll sit and watch like open mic night and they'll do a bit that's so cliche. I go, bro, you know, you you know, you heard that joke before. Yeah. You know that you've heard the joke before. So you think a comedy club owner or a manager does, hasn't heard that shit before? Like, yeah. you think that you're saying something to comedy fans that is so groundbreaking to that? Like, you know, you heard that shit before. What are you doing? Yeah. It's, I, you know, it's funny, like when, uh, did you watch Chappelle's 846? I loved it. Uh, when he said, it got a little deep, and he goes, I got some dick pussy jokes. I like this. <laughs> That's the best, because I always say, like, I always keep my uh, dirty bits to the end. Of course. And then I'm like That's the this. rule, you go blue last, because you can't follow blue. Yeah, because I'm like this. It's so funny, because I'm like, um, when people be like, if you're struggling... All you gotta do is be like, who likes getting their dick sucked? I go, everybody, gay guys, straight guys, we all like getting our dick sucked. <laughs> Lesbians use strap-ons. They still suck the strap-on dick. <laughs> For some reason, dick sucking is amazing. <laughs> I go, if that's the end all, you're bombing, just say that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I appreciate, like, I don't really watch 
I've always said this. I stopped watching stand up years ago. You did an interview somewhere and you said that. And I read it like he. Because I don't. I want to make sure my jokes are mine. Because I remember you said you didn't watch any of my brother's specials, and I was like, really? And he was like, and you said because you don't want to get their material in your head. Yeah, I read that. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it was. It's not a knock. Like people. It's funny how you say they're like, "What do you think of Chris Rock special? What do you think Dave Chappelle special?" I didn't watch it. I didn't watch it. And then people twist it like he's hating. I go, "No, you don't understand." I might watch a clip on YouTube, like somebody posts a three-minute clip. I go, but to sit and watch somebody's hour special, mm -hmm. I go, I don't want to because, two, well, there's a couple reasons. One, I hate I hate seeing a captive audience, a microphone on stage, because you want to be that guy. Right, right. And two, I always want to know my jokes are mine. No matter what, they're mine. Right. It could be similar, but I know. Perfect example, me and DL had the exact same joke. Exact. And it was one of those Brian Alden dates. DL was on, and it was when LeBron left Cleveland to go to Miami. And right. I said, God, I go, I don't know why people are shocked. I go, I've been to Miami. I've been to Cleveland. It's not a tough decision. Mm -hmm. It's like asking a guy who you want to fuck, Beyonce or Precious. Of course, I'm going to say Beyonce. Yo, I went up before DL, did that joke in Miami. He went up and having, did the- Having not seen- Not seen mine. Picked the same two females. Picked wow. Precious and Beyonce. Wow. Well, you got to realize, Precious just came out. Right. Beyonce's considered one of the most beautiful women Beyonce's in the world. Beyonce's Beyonce. Yeah. So it's like this. It made sense. And I, we actually was out to dinner at Prime 112 after the show. And so we're eating. I just looked at it and I said, hey, DL, did you notice the audience go flat? Like about 15 minutes in. He goes, yeah, what the fuck? I go, uh, we got the exact same joke. And he goes, what? I go, Beyonce Precious. I go, when I saw you doing it, I go, oh, shit. And they, he just started laughing. At least he knows I'm not a joke thief. Right. Because he right. just started laughing. He goes, dang. I go, when you did it, I go, what are the fucking chances? <laughs> yeah. So we just laughed about it instead of being like, you stole my shit. I'm glad none of DL's people saw me. But that's the scenario where people would write the same joke. LeBron going from Miami to Cleveland. It's like Cleveland, Miami. Okay, people would... You know what I mean? Like yeah. I like with the last debate with uh Kamala and uh and uh Mike Pence, mm -hmm. and she was looking. She he said something. She's like, uh, I'm speaking. I'm speaking. Yeah. I was about to write the joke, and I said, everybody's gonna have it. I was like, nah, fuck it. Everybody's gonna have it. Yeah. Everybody's gonna have the oh, he don't know how to argue with a sister. You gotta, you can't. This, it can't be your first time debating a sister on the. Like, nope. Everybody's gonna have it. I'm not even. Yeah. If she wins, if if Biden and Harris win. You know, me and my wife, we got our hall passes, and hers has been Barack since he's been in office. Really? Yeah. And I, I and yours I, is the girl at Waffle no. House. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, now nah, I told her I said if they win, um, let you know Harris is mine, and if I get a chance, it's gonna happen. And she goes, "Huh?" I go, "That's power, pussy." I I got it. <laughs> I don't care. I go. I might record it and release That's it. Power pussy. <laughs> I go. That's power pussy. That's power I mean, pussy. You know what yes, I mean? Yes. Vice president. Yes. That'd be the best kept secret. Yes. <laughs> and I'd come that, back. That's like, that's like the highest level pussy's ever reached. Oh it's my like, god! Hold on. It's like pussy going to the moon. It's like it's, pussy's never been this far. <laughs> to, uh, the, Tony, to the White I'll House. Go back and explain to my wife in detail how it was. <laughs> oh my god! She got a tattoo. <laughs> She's double jointed. I never knew. She did these things with the thumbs on my back. <laughs> All right, let's go to eat, babe. <laughs> What'd you do today? And I expect the same honesty if she ever banged Barack. I'm like this. I'm not jealous. I'm like this. So how am I hanging? You'd be like, details. Is my dick bigger? <laughs> no, we're not getting divorced. Hell no. Details. Mm -mm. I want more. Tell me more about them. <laughs> Did he come quick? Was he fast? What was like? <laughs> That's just. If you had a, if, okay, you're. If you had a hall pass, who would it be? 
Uh, Hallie. Hall- uh, Hallie's a good one too, man. Hallie. Hallie's a good one. I'm like this. But Harris Trump no, serves. She's her, vice fuck, president. If I, get, if, I get a, if I get a shot at Hallie, a hall pass or not, if I get a chance, I'm taking it. Yeah, that's true. There's some you got. There's some, there's Even some, without a hall pass, like, your girl got to go. Right. There's people out there, like, there, there's no doubt my wife would probably fuck Lenny Kravitz. If, if he's in a, if it, if it's, if it could happen, yeah. and I'd be like this. As a dude, I don't get guys that get jealous. I go, you got to realize it's fucking Lenny Kravitz, dude. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? I'd be like this. Me, I'm different. I'd be like this. Oh, did you, you get a guitar sign or anything? Like, <laughs> yeah, you got you to gotta get a gift out of it, right? Something. Yeah, you got to get something. <laughs> you ain't just going to fuck him and not give me a souvenir. <laughs> he said, give you these shades. Yeah. <laughs> I got the original, uh, 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 what do you do? I belong to you, you belong to me. <laughs> <laughs> I was uh, doing a, a, a radio interview the other day. It was something about people I meet. And I said, I don't like to meet celebrities. Every celebrity I've ever met has ruined my image of them. Most of them, like 99% of them have ruined how cool I thought they were. Yeah. I'm dead serious. So I get off the phone and my girl's like, like everybody? And I'm like, yeah, not a lot of people I met was like as cool as I thought they were. And that's why I don't like to meet celebrities. And she's like, I don't even know if it's like Michael Jackson's gone. I would love to meet him, but he's gone. Prince, I would love to meet. I don't know. I guess I'd like to meet... uh, Denzel or Leonardo DiCaprio? And I'm like walking upstairs. I said, bitch thinks she's slick. She want to fuck Denzel yeah, Leonardo yeah. DiCaprio. <laughs> she don't, Random. Fuck you want to meet right. D- you Leonardo DiCaprio? You want to fuck the... Yeah. Mother- you didn't say John C. O'Reilly? Yeah, I'm walking upstairs. I'm walking upstairs like, this bitch lying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's another one. How you going to be mad? Right. How right. you... That's what kills me when guys go like on these jealous rages or commit suicide or kills their girl... Cause whenever I hear stories like that, I go, "What kind of uh, weak dick-minded yeah. man are yeah. you? Yeah. What fucking dude, you keep it moving, man. Even Not when even... dudes want to fight other dudes over a girl, like, I don't dude. get that at it's all. Like, it's like, hold up, so you don't acknowledge that your girl's fine and other men find her attractive, also? Right. So you want to fight a guy for agreeing with you that your girl is good looking? Yeah. Or usually those jealous dudes, they're fighting themselves. Right. They probably got more skeletons than anybody else. Yeah. I go, yeah. you yeah. fighting yourself, dude? Yeah. So you hold on, you're just a uber perfect man that you don't yeah. do anything wrong yeah. okay now you want to yeah. fight this other dude i was in liberty liberty township the uh yeah cincinnati yeah, yeah. That's, my, that's my city man I did the show that thursday met some girl at the after the show cincinnati girl take care of you i had a <laughs> yeah they take care of me they take care of me i had a uh who did i have with me i had one of my boys one of my one of my you know all my openers are uh, my homies my comedy homies i forgot who was with me but we met these two girls and remember the hotel was right across the street the ac there. yeah we walk right over to the hotel. We get we go to the lounge, have some drinks, and Shorty starts telling me how she can cook and all this. And she's in it, and her girl's like, "Oh, she could cook. Oh my goodness, she make French toast and this and that." And she's like, "I'll bring you breakfast in the morning if you want me to." And I'm like, "Yeah." And she's like, "What do you want?" I'm like, "Turkey bacon, some grits, you know, whatever, you know, something." I I I got you. And I'm like, "I got to get up in the morning and do radio." And she's like, "You know what I'm gonna do? I'm just gonna go home now and bring the food back." And this is like, nice two, maybe two, maybe maybe one, because it was one show that night. And she goes home, comes back, and I call other, the other comic. I forgot who it was. Like, yo, come to the room. And she's, it's all this food and we in there eating. And I crash out for a little bit. I don't fuck. I crash out for maybe two hours, jump up and go to radio. That afternoon, on my Twitter, some dude, yo, Tony Rock, big fan, man. I don't respond. I never respond to it. Positive or negative on social yeah, media, I don't respond. you can't. Yo, big fan, bro. Yo, uh, real talk, you, you beat last night? And I'm like, oh, this, this is on is, Twitter? 
Twitter. Like a person, a DM message. Okay. Yo, big fan, bro. Love your work. Yo, real talk. Did you did you smash last night? And I'm like, oh, what? this is her dude. This is that because how would he know this this fast? Yeah. Like this is I'm not touching this. I'm not touching this. I'm like, no response from me. Oh my god. But I didn't touch it. But it was like, so what? That's so it weird. Was like was, and I'm like, he's in his head. He's he's done now because to not get a response. He's gonna create a story in his head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your, your questions have to be answered, whether they're answered by the person you want to answer from or not. Yeah. So if you don't get an answer from the person, you're gonna answer them yourself. And in your yeah. head, you will concoct a way worse scenario every time. You should have just responded, Tony. I'm gay. Keep that between <laughs> us, though, homie. <laughs> hey, homie. Keep that between us. Hey, man. Don't I'm tell nobody. Gay. Right, and uh, Chris is not my brother, that's my lover. <laughs> Just so you know. <laughs> We're married. <laughs> They're going to do a black broke back that's with how, me and Chris. That's how I got the last name. We're married. <laughs> <laughs> my real last name is Washington, but they call me Tony Rock. <laughs> Well, I'm glad. I'm glad to see the ladies in my city are cooking. Oh man, they Throwing take care down. Me. Cleveland, Cincinnati. Know what? I, know what they take care of me the most? Columbus. Columbus, huh? Oh man, I can't buy. I can't buy a sandwich in Columbus. I can't pay for a drink in Columbus. Makes you feel good about my state, man. Yeah, man. See, I'm not a jealous dude. I'm like this. <laughs> Where'd you go, how girls? <laughs> they took that. They took that OH and flipped it around. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh wait! Oh! <laughs> why do you think? Hold on. Why do you think so many guys go to Ohio State? I, no, and I know. Stay in Columbus. I, look, I was there one year, and uh, I was in. Uh, damn, what's the name of the spot? It was the spot everybody goes to after the show. The the little. In Columbus? Yeah, the little Mexican the, spot upstairs. Upstairs. The what is it called? Cafe Iguanas or some shit yeah, like that. Yeah, I'm in there. And it's this chicken there that's fucking drop dead gorgeous. Like, everybody's like, yo. I'm like, who is this magical motherfucker right here? And they're like, oh, that's, uh, what was the quarterback at the time? Of Ohio State? Yeah. He, he didn't. He, he, Braxton Miller? They're like, yo, that's Braxton Miller. You got to be fucking shit, man. I just threw that name out. Yes, that's what it was. That's what it was. Short, light-skinned dude? No, no. Braxton wasn't short, light-skinned. Uh, what year was this? No, it was Braxton. He, what does he look like? I mean, he's not super tall. Right. But he's probably 5'11". Right. I'm 5'11". Yeah. Oh, okay. So You say short. For, for quarterback. For yeah, quarterback. yeah, you're right, right. And he's like curly hair. Yeah, Braxton yeah. Miller. He's like, that's Braxton Miller's girlfriend. I'm like, yeah, that looks like Braxton Miller's girlfriend. <laughs> that should be Braxton well, you're Miller's girlfriend. You're a freaking... You he's gotta the starting quarterback at OH. Oh, that, come on OHU, now. That should be his girlfriend right there. Well, you know, it's funny. Like, my, um, my daughter, who's at North Carolina A&T now... She went to homecoming with this guy that's offensive lineman out of Ohio State. Right. And she went to OSU or she No, went? no, she went they in high school. So, okay, okay. They've known each other since kindergarten. And then he was gonna fly out this year to take her to prom in California, but then COVID hit. Mm. So they're they're friends, but there could it could be like some love and basketball shit. But she's so funny. <laughs> I'll uh, play you for your heart. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you ever hear Naeem's joke about that? No. Naeem's like he was breaking up with this girl. She tried to play him on some love and basketball shit. Oh, yeah. I'll play you for your heart. Man, I beat the shit out of that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. I'm going to use that. I'm just kidding. Shout out Naeem. <laughs> uh, see, that's why I don't watch stand-up. That was a good yeah. joke. I'd be mad like this. <laughs> fuck Naeem. He said, man, I beat the shit out of that bitch. Man, fuck Naeem and that good-ass clever joke he wrote. Funnier than anything I got in my hour right now. <laughs> no, but it's like now that he's at Ohio State, I, I even I like we were have blunt conversations with my daughter and everybody. I'm like, uh she always played off like, no, I don't I don't like him like that. I'd be like this. All right, I'm just letting you know. He's at Ohio State. 
No, you got you got to let him live. He running through him. Look, yeah, you yeah. got to let him live. If he it's meant to be, him. it'll come back. Because her friends always be like this. Her friends in high school was funny. They'd be like, uh, "You gonna be mad if you you stop pushing Paris away?" They go, and then he goes to the NFL. She was like, "My dad's got money. That shit don't impress me." Ah. I go, "There you go, baby girl." <laughs> but hold on, deep down, I hope they did because that guy's going to the league. Yeah, that kid is going to league. He's a lot. Oh, his name his name is uh, Paris Johnson. Paris Johnson. At Ohio. He's a tackle. Okay, dude. When I tell you he played on my son's T-ball team, basketball, all grown up, sucked at every – T-ball? He couldn't hit the ball to T. This is like well, – so what, uh, they're 19 now, so this is 12 years ago? Yeah. His mom would sit in the stands at those T-ball games. He'd go, my, my baby played football. My baby played football. And I'm, I remember telling my wife going, Monica don't know what the fuck she's talking about. P.J. – can't do shit right. He can't play basketball. He can't play T ball. He can't the ball the fucking T. He gonna play football? That motherfucker. Hey, man. <laughs> Yo, he, he grew. How did she know he was gonna grow like that? He was last year, he was the number well, she one. Knew his dad. Yeah, he was the number one tackle in the nation. Not the state, in the a, nation. Wow. PJ he, what? Paris Johnson. Paris Johnson. PJ okay. Johnson. Okay. He's 77 on Ohio State, which is a. Uh, you know, at Ohio State, that's a big number for a lineman to get. Okay. He's going to play as a freshman. He's so big now and moves like – you can look him up on YouTube. Yeah. Paris Johnson's – it's, it's a man amongst boys. And he's playing against – when you see his highlight, high school highlight reel, it's kind of like seeing LeBron. You know, you didn't realize he was playing against yeah, Carmelo yeah, yeah, in high school. Yeah. He was making everybody look stupid. That's how PJ is. You don't realize the guy he just threw down like a rag doll is going to Michigan State. Wow. The guy, you know, you're like wow. this. Good for oh, him. I know that little guy. Good for him. But I'm, I'm like this. Deep down, I'm like this. I wouldn't mind it if they stayed together. <laughs> <laughs> but, he got, like, but he has to live right now. You gotta oh, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a guy, though. You can't be 18, 19 in Ohio at Ohio State. That's and all, you're the dude. But that's really all guys. All men. Like, you get a TV show. Like, you got to let that dude live. I always you say get, this. You start Listen, going on tour. You got to let him live. I, I'm, you, you be dumb. You're, you're, it bothers me. When guys in the NBA get caught up and they're in their 20s, you know, you slow down when you 30s, 40s, you slow down a little bit. Guys in their 20s, multimillionaires, NBA, NFL, whatever, and then they have a girlfriend and then some minor scandal comes up that he was cheating mm -hmm. and they act like he ain't shit. Right. I go, no, no, I'm, I'm more offended you think your pussy is that amazing. <laughs> <laughs> you have the magical <laughs> pussy. Hey, Halle Berry got cheated on. Case closed. I'm like this. Case Dude, closed. You can't date a coach. How about that? And he was that kid was what Pop Warner. All he did was school and football. Yeah. High school was practice after school. Had to study for tests. College had to pass classes. Or he was off the team. Then he goes gets drafted to the NFL or the NBA. He didn't live the whole time. Now he gets all the shitload of money. It's like you gotta let him live. And hold on, not only shitload of money, but he, he doesn't have to work for it. Right. They let me tell you, you go to Green Bay, they know who you are. You're the <laughs> only thing in town, bro. Especially if you're black. Man. They know. They dude, what are you doing here? I was in I was in I was in uh, Iowa one time. True story. On the plane landing in Iowa and getting my baggage from baggage claim, and some guy was like, So what time's the show? And I'm like, this town is so white, this motherfucker knew I was entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> he, he knew this motherfucker's coming in to entertain us. He, he's not from here. He's definitely not from Des Moines. What time's the show? I'm like, uh, eight to Is it white dude said it? Yeah, eight tonight, eight and ten tomorrow. Okay, yeah, yeah, okay. I'm there. And I'm like, 
And I said it on stage that night, like, motherfucker knew that I was entertainment. Yeah. That's how yeah. white this shit was. Well, is what it is. I'm just saying, like, those it. ball players, got, I hate it when the media portrays them like that. Like, he ain't shit. I go, no, no, no. Grand Hill's not normal. You realize, John Stockton, that's not normal. I don't like when the media portrays any guy like that to an extent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, Politician. You're right. I'm like, yo, why do you think he got into politics? Like, exactly. It's a power position to be. Yeah. Anytime you're in a position of power, women are attracted to that. Women are attracted to power. Men so are attracted. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bang this dude. Vice President Harris. Was like, hey, I got this power <laughs> and these chicks are attracted and I never got this attention before. Yeah. I'm a man. I slipped up, you know. And it, when it's also like. Um, not condoning it, not saying, you know. But no, no, I'm like not either. I mean, you, you get older, you slow down. Right. But you get but, older and you understand it too. Yeah. But it's like, um, like think about stand up. You know, you first get into stand up where. Oh, we're open mic in LA. I got attention I never got before. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, I'm like this. Like, my first year in LA, I lived, bro. Like, I lived. <laughs> I my wife knew face. it. I was like this. I can see it in your face. My wife literally, when we, when we decided we're going to be together, she was like, um, anytime a girl would say, hey, Gary, what's up? She made it a point to make eye contact and be like, how you doing? I'm Kenya. <laughs> I go, what was that? There was one girl that I told her about that I guess had an industry rep. Like she was an industry hoe, right? Okay. So several, several, I never, girls on that list. I never, I messed around, but we didn't sleep together. And then I told Kenya, you know, hey, and she was like, Kenya was like, oh yeah, I heard about her. I know about her. Wow. We're out to eat. The girl comes up and was polite as shit. Like, hey, Gary, Kenya fucking made sure she knew. Bitch, if you thought, those days are over. Just, wow. <laughs> the way she spoke to her was like polite, but like, look, you had your chance. Yeah. But now that's over. Cause I was like, come on, like, what was that? You know what I do with my girl now? Like, like you said, you lived when you came out here. I lived a long time, like a long time when I was out here. And uh, now with my girl, I'll just say, like, we'll be somewhere and I'll just say, hey, uh, it's a few girls in here that I have history with. And she's like, okay, like, you let me know. Cool. And yeah. then. The months they start coming over, hey, Tom, what's up? What you, what you been up to, Mr. Yeah. Man? Hey, good to see you. And she's like, that's one of them? Yeah, yeah, got we got history. But I always tell her, like, I'm not going to have you out in public looking stupid. I'm not yeah, that's, have, that's what you're not that's gonna worse. Be joke. You're not going to be some, it ain't going to be some girls in the corner like this bitch. Like, she, she already know. Yeah. I already told her. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I was more the kissing bandit when I first got to L.A. I just, if I saw you was, you, had, you was on one episode of A Different World, I wanted to kiss you. I was like... <laughs> Dude, my tongue was in so many sisters' mouths. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was content. Uh, all right, nice meeting you. My tongue was in more black girls' mouths than Tic Tacs. <laughs> I fresh, look, I fresh kissed the entire sorority. <laughs> my tongue was in more black girls' mouths than a gold tooth. <laughs> it's a different world from where you come from. I took that literally. Like, I came from a trailer park in Ohio. I go, it is a different world than where I came from. <laughs> They were talking to me. Yo, I, I knew I had to stop and I kissed some girl and she was on Homeboys in Outer Space. And I went, hmm, yeah, you, I gotta, I gotta yeah, up you, my standards. You didn't have to kiss her. You I gotta up my standards. Yeah, you didn't have to kiss her. <laughs> she was a waitress <laughs> at Homeboys in Outer Space. <laughs> so uh, I asked this to all my guests if the, the one person, actor or director, you haven't worked with. So they're like, Tony Rock, this is your movie. Who do you wanna be a co star you wanna be a co star with that you haven't worked with, you wanna work with? Sheesh. Because you worked a lot. I gotta say Denzel. Denzel seems to be the one. Do something dramatic with Denzel where we both like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Where it's like, damn, them motherfuckers acting. I'm gonna do something like that. My thing with Denzel. Like, I wanna do 
uh, what was the movie? You can't handle the truth. Like, oh, like a few good men. Like something like that with me and Denzel. I'm Tom Cruise. He's Jack Nicholson. Like yeah, drama, dramatic shit that would, fucks everybody up. Would you be a little nervous? I would. At least my first day on set with Denzel, like I don't want to fuck up my lines. I don't. Yeah, fuck I'd up probably my lines. be like a little nervous. Yeah. <sighs> Because I'm, like I'm in his forum. If it was stand up, I'd feel really good about yeah. you know comedy. Me crushing him. Yeah. <laughs> if he had to follow, if it was like he had to go, I'm like I'm gonna destroy this dude. Let me let me tell you. If I had to do a dramatic scene with Denzel or a dramatic movie with him, first day on set, I'd be like, uh, make sure makeup's close because I'm I'm gonna need dabbed after every take. <laughs> I'd be sweating like this. That was good. That was good. Okay. Woo. And he'll probably be so co so cool about it. He's like. He's, he's been doing this so long, he probably just be like, hey, Gary, yeah, let's, let's do this. Yeah, so, just relax, man. You're right, doing good. Okay, you okay, 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 okay. <laughs> I'd be like this. Did you just say, okay, 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 okay? <laughs> okay, okay, let's, let's, let's do another one. Let's get another I'd one. I'd have to know his, I'd probably know the entire script inside and out. That's how I was, Without, when, I was when I was on the sitcom that Will produced. Script backwards, forwards, which, inside which, out. I was on All of Us. All of Us. I can't remember. Man, that was Will, Lisa Will, Ray one, right? Yeah, Will was EP. Will, it was about his life. He, him and Jada were executive producers. I had the script. First page, last page, inside out, what backwards, upside down. That was was that UPN? That was UPN. It was UPN. Then they merged and became the CW. Yeah. So we did two seasons as the UPN, and then two more seasons on CW. That was the that was the show, all of us. Where I'll never forget. Um, I think uh, obviously MTV had Cribs, but then didn't BT had like How You Living? How I'm Living? Yeah. How I'm Living? Yeah. And I'll never forget. Uh, Lisa Ray was on the show. And then she did How I'm Living before she got on the show, right? Okay. So everybody thought, everybody thinks you get in a movie, you're a multimillionaire. That's right. not the case. Right, right. So, you know, she did Players Club. Movies make you famous, did. TV make you rich. Facts. So then she, her place was cool, it was great. But then she came back, like two years later, as she'd been on All of Us for a couple seasons, and I was like... Oh yeah, that's that's that sitcom money right yeah, there. Like yeah, she upgraded, yeah, yeah. Lisa Ray upgraded majorly. <laughs> <laughs> now you see how I'm living. Yeah, 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 yeah. Did you did you guys get a hundred episodes out of that? We got four seasons, eighty eight. Oh, 88. You, you, did you get syndicated at eighty eight? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm in the I'm in the house right now. Check, I'm like, oh shit. And that's the best. <laughs> I look around like, what the fuck? How about like I did I did like one season of House of Pain, so I'll get those residual checks. But then I'll be thinking like. I wonder how many Lance Gross has right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be thinking like, I got, I just got ten, because they come at the same time. Yeah, yeah. You know, and they're all about the same amount, yep, fifty bucks, yep, sixty yep. bucks, something like that. And then I'll be thinking, God, Lance did like two hundred episodes, and his his residual probably a little more than mine. I was like, this, yeah. yeah. Lance, I said it was a good day to be Lance Gross today. Yeah, we did, we did, we did four seasons of all of us. Then I did a season of uh, what's the what was the show that that uh, Tracy Ellis Ross was on with. Malcolm Jamal Turner and then she Malcolm Jamal Warner and then she left to do Blackish. I don't even know. It was, it was she. They played husband and wife on. It was on BET. I don't even can it we look that good, up. It was it was a good sitcom and then she left to do Blackish. Tracy Ellis Ross, Malcolm Jamal Warner. Could they have an all white staff or they would have rattled off and said, "Oh yeah, it's called Johnny and Jen." <laughs> Read between the lines. Read between the lines. Yes. Yeah, so I did a season of that. I did four seasons of All of Us, one season of Read Between the Lines, half a season of Living Biblically, uh, two seasons of Apollo, one season of All Deaf Comedy. All uh, Deaf, yeah. Yeah, so, been working, man. Yeah, you've been working. Trying to stay busy. That's why you headlined Atlanta. I knew that. I <laughs> like, this, is, this is his market. Hold on, I was like this. Nah, that motherfucker got eight seasons of sitcoms. <laughs> he gonna headline Atlanta. <laughs> I had a reality show. 
on BET. Atlanta, they call me old boy. Yeah, that's old yeah. boy from uh. Yeah, yeah. I do, I, do a, I do a joke of how black people will stop you even if they don't know your name. I said, then they, the, the classic black line is this. Oh, he acting like he ain't him. <laughs> what, what does that mean? <laughs> this motherfucker walk around Lennox like he ain't him. I don't know what that means exactly. <laughs> no, you know what? I get, I get uh, a lot. Of, this is all the time. I'll get like I'm walking through Lennox or walking around somewhere in Atlanta or Detroit or whatever. And you just walking around by yourself like that, man. Right. And, and I always say, you don't see God walking with me? And they always, look, and they always go, they always go. I know that's right, brother. Yeah. And kind of leave me alone. Yeah. I know that's right, brother. Go yeah. ahead, brother. Have a good day. I'm like, God works every time. God works every time. You don't see the girls Lord like girls like you just walking around me? the street like that. You don't see God walking with me, sweetheart. Yeah. I know that's right. I you walk, baby. They yeah. always act I get like, a half block. They're like, shit. I forgot to get a picture. Yeah. <laughs> they always act like we're supposed to have some huge entourage or something. Be Starbucks at eight in the morning. Yeah. You by yourself. Yeah. Like what? What do you mean? Yeah, I'm just getting coffee. I'm supposed to wake. A, I'm supposed to wake. I'm supposed to wake five niggas up. Like yo, let's go get. Yeah. Or they do this. Or they, hey man, I ain't trying to blow your spot up. But I know who you are. Yeah, <laughs> like this. Yeah. He, or they're loud. Hey man, I ain't trying to blow your spot <laughs> up. I go. You just did. I was. On you a completely blew my spot up. I was on. A, this was a good one. I was on a plane one time. I get on. I'm going to L. A. to Atlanta. I'm flying first class. I sit down. Window seat. Very pretty older black woman sits next to me. Looks at me, she looks again, she goes, how is it? And I go, uh, it's, it's cool. And she goes, no, like, how, how, is, how is it all? Tell me, tell me how, it's, how, it, how it is. I go, what do you imagine it to be? She says, I just imagine it's amazing. It's just so much fun. I said, it's even better than you imagine. She said, I knew it. I knew it. And then she just sat there like, I'm not going to bother you. And I just flew. And I'm like. So you didn't, you didn't fuck her in the bathroom? Nope. She was just like, Hi. she was like, my life. Like, I'm like, it's better than you think. She's just like, oh my God. Story sucks. <laughs> You're supposed to be like, so how is it? It's fun because it's we meet random girls on planes and we fuck in the bathroom. <laughs> and you're like this. So what's up? <laughs> I knew it. She was like, I'll be there in a minute. <laughs> what was with that PGS story, Tony? I thought that was about to take you a was going somewhere. You're yeah. like, oh, here it's we go. better than I imagined. I was like this. I should have fucking stopped this podcast nah, 15 she, minutes ago. She wasn't, she wasn't, it wasn't like I should fuck this lady. Yeah. If it was one of those I should fuck this ladies, I would have took it somewhere else. Yeah. Like, Older, oh, nice lady. Okay. It's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How is it? <laughs> I've had it's funny when uh, I flew Frontier one time uh, I, my flight got I missed my flight to Vegas and my show was that night the only so you had to, yeah no, you, I knew there was a story behind it because you don't just fly Frontier no, you like, don't. I missed my first class missed, flight on yeah. Delta had to fly Frontier yeah went, okay. and then I was like only, only I'm sitting here at the Cincinnati airport like god damn it I can't miss the show how am I going to get there Frontier had a direct I was like cool I had never flown Frontier. I didn't know they charge you for ever. Yeah. You say, you say hello. It's five dollars. Hi, welcome, welcome on board. Thank you, five dollars. You you responded. <laughs> the black flight attendant was on there. She goes, she saw me and she went like this, and I go, fuck, because there's no first on Frontier. Right. So I go to the back. She moves her bags to the overhead bin because the last row is the flight attendant's row. So she sat me down there, and then she gave me this. Biggest bottle of water I've ever seen in my life, <laughs> and like this big box of M and M's, and I go, "What are you doing?" She goes, I, "I don't want you talking bad about our airline." She goes, "So I'm gonna make sure nobody sits next to you," and because the flight was packed, right? Nobody in that back row. I had all three seats. Nice. And she kept feeding me water and snacks and stuff. I go, "I don't know." She goes, "I just don't want you talking bad about our airline." <laughs> it's like this. 
all right, but I never flown Frontier. <laughs> I, and then I see her going on the cart, going uh, eight dollars. $12, $8, charge your mail for snacks and drinks. A napkin, oh, that'll be $2. She really took care of me. Yeah. <laughs> I, get that, I get that a lot. I get like, uh, they'll give me the ba- the, a bag of uh, the little bottles of liquor. Mm-hmm. A lot of times. like they'll Before see, COVID. Before COVID, yeah. So it'll be like, they'll say, <gasps> like you'll see the girl recognize you. <gasps> One second. And she'll come with like a bag, like, here you go. And it's like 10 bottles of little liquor. And you're like, oh shit, here we go. Turn up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get off the plane, like, yo, thank you, shorty. She was real. <laughs> you drink yo, on the plane? You the truth. Yeah. I can't drink on the plane. Yeah. I'm the, I don't think I I've ever drank on the plane. Every time soon I get on it, something to drink? Mimosa, please. And oh. every time I do that, it's always somebody else go, you know what? I'll have a mimosa too. I'm like, yeah, you got to get mimosa, <laughs> oh, man. You know what's funny? I'll do this, and I, it'll, it'll tell me the person's personality sitting next to me. Because the, the flights are going, can I get you in there? I go, yeah, can I get, a, um, can I get an oat milk latte with just a little vanilla syrup? Uh, and can you ice it? And they'll be like, what? I go, oh. <laughs> the other airline had that. You don't have that. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, the person, either the person next to me will laugh, yeah. or they'll just look at me like, and they look at me like this, I'm like this, oh, it's one of these motherfuckers. But it, usually it opens the person up next to me yeah, like, yeah. that's a good one. And then they'll, they'll try to top it. You know what I mean? Say some weird With, shit. Let me get this, this, and this. I'm like this, oh, you just topped my joke. Yeah. All right, thanks. <laughs> Appreciate that. All right, man, well, I don't want to keep you too much longer. So you're at... Helium and Indy this Helium, weekend. Helium, Indianapolis, Indiana. Two shows Friday yeah. the 16th. Two shows Saturday, Saturday the 17th. One show Sunday the 18th. Who the Steelers back got in this LA. Week? Steelers got uh, Cleveland this week. That's going to be a good one. And I don't know when the makeup date is for the Tennessee game. I just don't want them to play. COVID, so I, don't want, I don't want Burrow to play against the, Bengal, uh, the Steelers. Just sit them out. Who you guys got this week? Uh, Bengals got Indy. We got Indianapolis. Oh, that's a loss. Indy got number one defense. They didn't look that way against Cleveland. That's true. Yeah. That is true. We got the worst offense. So coming off a loss, they're going to really be playing. So, yeah, that's, okay, that's an L for you guys. Thanks. Appreciate playing that. Playing in Cleveland or? I mean, in a. It doesn't Bay? matter. It's a bus trip, but I think it's an Indy. That's right. That's right. It's so close. That's right. It's an hour and a half. Damn, drive. I could actually go to that game. The Bengals are in Indy when you're in Indy. Why am I saying excited like I'm there? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, Tony. Can, like, you could probably give me Cody Coach. If I cared about either team, <laughs> <laughs> I could probably see that. But You want me to call the head coach? No. <laughs> hey, they get a shot. Hey, is that Tony Rock there? I'm just sitting there like. <laughs> Hold on. You're on your phone watching the Steeler game. I've done that before. I've been to games. I went to a Arizona uh, Texans game, and, you know, that, that doesn't start till 4 o'clock East Coast right, time, right. 1 o'clock West Coast. So the Bengals is playing the Ravens, and AJ Green caught the ball to go to overtime. Middle of the national anthem, I go like as I got one of those commercials. I go, yes! <laughs> and the sky looks around, and goes, hey man, show some respect. <laughs> I was like this. Oh shit, sorry. Put my hand. This is before Kaepernick and everybody <laughs> started the national anthem. Right. Literally, when I say it was so quiet, and it wasn't my singing as it was like a flute. <laughs> and I just go. It wasn't even the crescendo of the song that oh, you could play at all. Tony, this old <laughs> white dude. Yes. Hey man, show some respect. I was like this. Oh my god, I'm sorry. <laughs> and I'm sitting here when I had to say nobody <laughs> share my excitement with. I'm looking around, looking for anybody to high five. I'm like this. Everybody's like this. <sighs> it took him into overtime. They lost in overtime, yeah. but he caught this hail mary. With no time, like in 2013 or something. Oh my God, the Steeler game. Okay, before you get out of here, AJ Green, man, I know his. His he's just gonna he's gonna retire one day and just be like my whole career I could have just 
They're about to trade him. I could have been somewhere else really living, like really having a... He's quiet, though. He, he's like, I could have been a contender. No, nah, he's, he's one of those guys, though. You got those guys that are in love with the fame and not the game. He loves the game. Okay. Of course, he loves the money and perks. Right, right, right. But he's one of those guys, I don't, I don't need to be out. I don't need okay, all this good shit. He's, he's one of the anomalies. I, it's him and his wife. He's like uh, Palomalo. Right, like Troy. I'm not, look, we gave a bad rep to athletes. I don't want people ripping us. We're just saying, you give a kid that never had nothing. Wait, million, we, was, we gave a bad rep to athletes? I'm saying, you don't want people coming on going, hey, no, athletes be fucking around and shit. You're right. Not all of them do. But if we're going 60, 70%, let's go that route. 50%. Fuck around? Not fuck around. I'm just talking, well, I'm talking about if you 90% are, fuck around. Listen, if you're a girlfriend, I'm like this. If you're, if you're a girlfriend. And that your boyfriend's 22 years old right. and just got millions of dollars. And he's in a city where the right. football is king, which is just about every major city. It's mm -hmm. like this. Mm -hmm. Listen, I'm more mad that you think your puss is that amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like this. We never go that route. Wait, did you just clear it up for what you said earlier? Was that, was that clearing it up? No, I'm not clearing up. I'm just saying, like, AJ is a – he's one of those guys, like, we would say, like, it, it does happen. I think him and his yeah, girl, yeah, they just, yeah, they're, yeah, just, yeah. they're just living. They don't need all the extra shit. You know what I mean? Like Palomalu, Palomalu. Palomalu. Yeah. He would get an interception, go to the sideline, take his glove off, and right. do this to the camera. Yeah. Like point to like, that was for you, babe. Yeah. You his know what wife. that means? His wife got that good shit. Kudos to him. Boom. Kudos. That's what that means. <laughs> hey, babe. Hey, babe. <laughs> we never say that, though, when like there's a athlete and da 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 and they're like yeah, this. You never we never Earl, be like... You never see Earl Thomas go to the <laughs> <laughs> He got both hands up. <laughs> Look, he's doing he 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 spear this. fingers. <laughs> <laughs> and the girl's like this. I'm his pinky. He told me I'm the pinky. I'm the pinky. <laughs> you a thumb, what, He said when he do you his thumb, thumb like this, that's for me. <laughs> that's my anal. That's when we do anal. He did that for me because I do anal with him. You get an interception going. <laughs> Hold on. He's taking off his cleat. <laughs> How many holes does he have? <laughs> I don't know. What, oh, I was going to talk about. We got sidetracked again. Go. No, but when he was in Pittsburgh, that's the only time I literally, I thought I was going to get my ass kicked at a Steeler game. The Bengals are playing the Steelers. Right. And this is 2005. And Tab Perry returned the kickoff to give the, Steelers, the Bengals the lead. And I'm, whenever <laughs> I go to visiting, I like going to visiting um, stadiums and being a Bengals fan because, one, nobody takes me serious. Right. They don't think like right. – they're saying like Cowboys and Giants, they take it serious. So I'm always conscious not to put the other team down, just root for my team, right? That motherfucker returned that kickoff, and I stood up, yeah! And my guy that's with me doesn't stand up with me. So I'm solo amongst all these Steeler fans, and I've been rooting for the Bengals the whole game. It was right. a great game. Uh, this guy about three rows back goes, hey, man! You stand up one more time, we're gonna have a problem. And I looked wow. around and I went, I went, I just got back from my rack. I got a short haircut. I was like this. I just want to go to Bingo's game. I can't help it they're in Pittsburgh. He goes, I'm sorry, with the same <laughs> anger. <laughs> it was the same intensity. I was like this. That was the most intense, I'm sorry. <laughs> and I sat down and my buddy goes, man, that was quick. I go, motherfucker, I'm a comedian. <laughs> That's what we do. People we get out of fights. People sort of walking past. Thank you for your service. Yeah. Oh, Thank I was you. getting beer sent to me. Thank you for your like service. Like that Iron City beer. Yeah. I don't. I don't really drink beer. I had like eight of them. 
Like people you, were really thank doing you for your that. service. Yeah. Hey, hey man, appreciate it. Sorry about the asshole, man. Wow. You know, good you know what you, I mean? Man. I mean, I literally, the funny bit was the intensity. He never changed his demeanor. <sighs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> The best was the everyone was about to pop. You could feel the fifty people he around me. He was about me. to set everybody else off. Yeah, yeah, it was about to go down. So I, dude, when I said it, like so, just I just got back from Iraq. I can't help but to play. I, I just want to see him play. <laughs> <laughs> I'm defending your freedom to cuss me out. Okay. I, I fought for your life. I got a heavy coat on. I'm missing an arm. <laughs> this isn't my arm. Because I got it in my pocket. You think I like this shit, man? I Fuck. can't even clap. My 2nd <laughs> Battalion 3rd Recon Commander was a Steeler fan. When we were in the foxhole defending each other, we used to talk Steeler Bingo football, man. I cherish those fucking memories. Don't ruin it. <laughs> guys like this. I'm sorry. <laughs> that intensity, no, I'll never forget it. <laughs> the point got me, though. <sighs> All right, man. Yes, yeah, so if there was no COVID, I would go to the game this weekend, but nope. Don't worry about it. Well, you're not going to watch anyways. going to watch the Steelers and Browns at the same time. This is, this is true. It is what it is. All right. Well, enjoy your fucking season. Thank you so much. Uh, Super Bowl bound. I will see you there. Hopefully, COVID clears up by then, and we can uh, attend some football games. I'm, I, at least, at least, Ohio women repped Ohio. Oh yeah, yeah. Better than Pittsburgh women, no, right? Well, no, no. Pittsburgh, okay. Pittsburgh, Sorry about they that. Take it down too. Pittsburgh right. gets down too. Well, Tony, just, just shout out to the women of Pittsburgh. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Tony. You, you know who you are. <laughs> you know who you are. Yeah. We know who they are too. You banged half the Steelers, didn't you? And then, and then you got ran through, and Tony came in town. You're like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna move on to comedians." They you probably, you com prob comedians would treat me right. Yeah, you probably <laughs> fucked Wiz Khalifa too, didn't you? Probably his road manager. You sorry ass motherfucking. Hold on, you sorry ass Super Bowl winning team. With structure, knowing how to treat your fan, Great motherfuckers. Farm system. Knowing how to scout talent. The most recognizable piece of fan paraphernalia in the world. Yeah, you got Snoop, we got Nick Lachey. Same, same level of musical artist. You got Wiz Khalifa, <laughs> you guys got... We got the Isley Brothers. I don't know if they're fans, <laughs> but they're from Cincy. Okay? Uh, 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 Sly and the Family Stone, right? Bootsy Collins. Bootsy Collins. Yeah. Hold on, Cat Williams. We got Cat. Is Cat Williams a football fan? It doesn't matter. He's from Cincinnati. Okay. All right. That's what we're doing. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got chili. We on, got yes, on spaghetti. On spaghetti. You know what it is. Pittsburgh's got Permani Brothers. Permani Brothers, French yeah. fries on a corned beef sandwich. sandwich. Yeah. yeah. All right. What else we got? Fuck off. All right. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll see you guys next week. Peace. <laughs>